7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live, just barely, uh, worldwide on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Radio for Humans. And uh, joining me, as always on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Hello, Rain. Hello. Hello, dear. Hello. 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 And Joe it will be joining us shortly. Um, he's got some doggy duty to attend to, so um, we're going to... You gonna... said duty. Duty, yeah. So I hear dogs make that from time to time. Yes, they just Pounds. don't do it in a box like cats. No, no. So, I bet I bet there are some dogs who do. I bet you could Probably. train train a little small dog. I don't. Mostly, know. mostly the world is their litter box. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, speaking of the world is, is as their litter box. Um, that's kind of what Trump and his people are, uh, you know, doing. Just shitting all oh, over uh, everything. Oh, and now my headphones are acting up. Oh, what a day! Uh, so <laughs> there it goes again. What is going on? What is going on? Turn it into Mark what? Levin. What the hell is happening? What yeah. the hell? Oh my god, seriously. What a pain. If it in makes my you ass. feel any better, I only have my, I have to get, I have to get new headphones because right now it's just my left one that's working. Oh, well, I think it's the jack on the actual, on where I plug in here. Did you say jack on or jack off? The jack on here. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's see. Where the hell do we start tonight? This is so. This is like, you know, it's one of those one of those weeks where it's like, you know, wow, this is this is pretty stupid this week, and you're, it's like, uh, you know, uh, stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. So stupid. So stupid and so crazy. Uh, and I, go ahead. I I don't. I, I that's that's been my day. I, uh, yeah. What? Well, uh. well, the big story of the week, which um, is really troublesome to me, is we have yet another uh, right wing uh, terrorist uh, that was oh caught. Oh my god! Thank God. And I, I loved it because there's like there's an article in in the Washington Post or something that says there's no no evidence that this guy supported Trump. Oh, but his enemies list is exactly like Trump's, so you know there's that. Yeah, he supported Trump. Yeah, I, I mean, if he didn't, he he supports his white nationalist ideas. That, that you know. 
the guy is well, yeah i mean seriously if he didn't support trump everything everything that he was arrested on are all trump policies oh yeah all of them absolutely absolutely and they're like oh he's he's a nihilist he's a nihilist no, no he's a maggot yeah absolutely <laughs> So, uh, oh my God, these headphones are driving me crazy. I think it's the cable. I think it's the cable. Okay, if I just don't move too much, it'll be fine. Sorry, the one ear kept shorting out on me. It's driving me nuts. So anyway. That's what's happening here. Oh my God, uh, it's like we're related. It is, it is. You've officially been adopted. And, and you, all the technical difficulties go with that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this this guy... This fucking guy. Uh, let, let's let me play you uh, a, a clip uh, from. Uh, do I have it here? I, I'm in the wrong show. <laughs> 2019 February. There we go. 22nd from Reuters. Uh, well, actually, let's let's do the breaking news. This was from uh, Wolf Blitzer yesterday with uh, Jessica Schneider. Uh, on when this no news broke. It's kind of a long one. I'll probably pause it halfway. But uh, this guy's name is uh, Chris ha Hassan. And yeah. I'm sure you know every right-winger when they saw the last name. They're like, oh, it's Hassan! Hassan! You know, it must be... It's a Muslim! You know. No, it's Chris Hassan. No. White as the day is long. And, you know, everybody keeps saying, oh, well, he's a... He, you know, he's a Coast Guard, you know, he's in the Coast Guard. And yeah, but he also served as a Marine for a really long time. And, yes. uh, you know, and I'm assuming he was a white nationalist then too. Another interesting article I just skimmed over today uh, b before I play this, I want to mention it, is an article about how hard it is for immigrants to get into uh, the military, I think the Coast Guard in particular. And how much easier it is for white nationalists to get in. Yes, any, you know? any form of the military. Yeah. I read that over on Waypo this morning. Yeah. So, like I said, I just I skimmed it. But, yeah, so here we go. Uh, Wolf Blitzer with Jessica Schneider on uh, when this news broke. Federal prosecutors have just charged a U.S. Coast Guard lieutenant for allegedly planning a terrorist attack targeting Democratic politicians and journalists here in the United States. Our justice correspondent Jessica Schneider has got the details for us. Uh, these are awful, awful details. Tell our viewers what you have, Jessica. Wolf, this was a 49-year-old Coast Guard lieutenant. His name is Christopher, Christopher Paul Hassan. He was arrested last week, and the details about what he was plotting, a full-scale attack that prosecutors say was against media personalities, politicians, and civilians. All of the details now coming out in a detention memo that's been filed with the court in Maryland. Prosecutors say that this man, Christopher Paul Hassan, was stockpiling weapons. They say they found at least 15 guns and 1,000 rounds of ammunition inside the basement apartment of his Silver Spring home. Silver Spring, Maryland, just a few miles outside of Washington, D.C. And just a few miles from Bob and Rain. Yes, actually, yes. Actually, uh, oh my God. Here's the thing. There's Silver Spring, and I read another article today. Mm -hmm. He his apartment was pretty much on the, the the border of Montgomery County, Maryland, and Prince George's. Yeah. So he is a lot closer than I originally thought. <laughs> yeah, we stayed in Silver Springs when we went to the One Nation rally. Um, I've probably said. That I mean, I know that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but yeah, 
um, yeah, it's a little too close. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, continuing. And prosecutors in their detention memo that was just filed, they put it very starkly, very stunningly. They put this at the top of their memo saying the defendant intends to murder innocent civilians on a scale rarely seen in this country. And that's why they're oh. asking for the judge at a detention hearing tomorrow uh -huh. to hold this suspect. What's quite stunning is that this suspect has been a, a member of the Coast Guard for many years, most recently assigned to the Coast Guard headquarters in Washington, D.C. The Coast Guard has put out a, a statement about this saying that they, in fact, worked with the FBI and the Department of Justice. So it, it, it looks like the Coast Guard may have actually seen some red flags, raised them, and been part of this investigation. What's also most chilling is that prosecutors say that this man, the 49-year-old Coast Guard lieutenant, he was actually inspired by a manifesto written by a Norwegian far-right domestic terrorist himself, the name of Anders Breivik. And what's uh, startling about this is that Breivik actually plotted out a terrorist attack in Norway in July 2011, and that attack led to the death of 77 Norwegian citizens. Uh, prosecutors have found a lot in this basement apartment of this 49-year-old Coast Guard lieutenant, including draft emails. And I'll read part of that for you. Prosecutors say that this man, Christopher Ball Hassan, wrote it this way. He said, I am dreaming of a way to kill almost every last person on the earth. I think a plague would be uh, most successful, but how do I acquire the needed Spanish flu, botulism, anthrax? Not sure yet, but we'll find something. Interesting idea the other day. Start with biological attacks, followed by attack on food supply. So, Wolf, all of these details now coming uh -huh. out. This man, the 49-year-old, was arrested last week. The detention memo really spelling out in stark detail exactly what he plotted. But again, up until just very recently, up until his arrest last week, he was stationed at the Coast Guard headquarters right here in Washington, D.C., but prosecutors saying he was plotting this full-scale attack. All right, I'm going to pause it there. So this guy was uh, doing his terrorist shit while he was on the job. Obviously, that's how the Coast Guard was able to uh, to help uh, the Department of Justice. Um, not only that, but you know, you, you draw inspiration from Anders Brevik. That man gunned down children at a youth camp. You know. Yeah. This it wasn't is just. It it came out yesterday. Um, Excuse me. I'm going to cough. Flemmy. No problem. I'm still getting over it myself. So It came out yesterday that he was also inspired by the Unabomber. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Kaczynski. He, um, you know, uh, he was down with that clown. And um, not only that, but, it, it, you know, uh, in his little manifesto, his bullshit little manifesto, he... Um, he wrote goals. He had goals that he wanted to start. And it, tell me if you're shocked that this is a a right a right wing racist who his 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 goals for the future were to he's 49 years old. Everyone rents it in an rents an apartment and a basement a basement apartment. apartment. And his goals were buy a van, get out of debt. Buy, and then he wanted to buy property out in like Iowa or something like that, you know, for his family, you know. And it's like, 
dude, you're worried about getting out of debt and buying a van, and now you're thinking about fucking buying property. That's that's your goal. Good, yeah, and you're 49. Good luck with that. Fucking tr- ma- MAGA loser. All these fucking MAGA losers, man. It's like, what is it with them and vans, too? The MAGA bomber? You know? It's like, it, does every does every white nationalist or, or you know, right-wing terrorist, you know, it's their ambition in life to get a fucking van? Yeah. I, that I is creepy. Van. I want to paint a wizard on it. Uh, <laughs> um, no, that is creepy, but I, I'm going to put a story that came out yesterday because I think that the, the the audio that you got was from two days ago when this story first broke. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. I think it, it, yesterday or the day before. So WAPO yesterday morning came out with an article, and, and sadly, and I, I, I am bothered by this, this, this has pretty much been posted on Washington Post's website as local news. But it should yeah. be national news. This is something that really should be national news. Oh, I concur. Um, In the whole Jussie Smollett thing, you know, yes. it's still a circus. And, uh, okay, Jussie Smollett lied. And there's a reason why I didn't talk about this on the show. is because it, 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 it sounded way too convenient for something like that to have actually happened. You know, it, it now, sounded it sounded scripted to me. It I just I, gave shades of familiarity of, of Anthony Weiner back in the day. Where you yeah, know Yeah, maybe, but I, I kind of I, I believed him because Well, there's a reason I, why. I could see these fucking MAGA hate people doing this. They do that. They abs- I mean, there have been so many attacks in this country of people saying, you know, People in bars gunning people down, uh, you know, this is Trump's America, you need to go back where you came from, and, you know, I mean, they're, they're like, oh, well, you know, there, there's only a few people that committed violence at Trump rallies. Oh, no, 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 but out on the streets, and not, not at rallies and stuff like that, these predators will stalk minorities and kill them. I mean, they didn't get the reputation just from Jussie Smollett. I don't want to get into the weeds too much on this, because we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But and you're gonna you're gonna be fucking blown away by by the the something Laura Ingram said in a little bit here, but l- let me let me finish the the Jessica Jessica Schneider uh, report with Wolf Blitzer real quick. I, I've been going through okay. the uh, the charges here in the U.S. District Court, uh, and it's awful, especially when you go through the list of targets that he wanted to attack: uh, major politicians here in the United States and very prominent journalists as well. Tell us a little bit more about that. You can see right there, Wolf, that's what prosecutors say that uh, Christopher Paul Hassan was was searching, was Googling media personalities, including media personalities from CNN, MSNBC, as well as very prominent Democratic politicians. These were all the names that made up this hit list that was on the computer of Christopher Paul Hassan. So prosecutors say this was in the works for several years. They say he was stockpiling these weapons for two years. And again, I'll point to that first line of this detention memo they say that he was you know intending to murder innocent civilians on a scale rarely seen in this country so really raising the alarm bells asking the judge in this case to keep him behind bars but the fact that he was doing this at the same time while assigned to coast guard headquarters working as lieutenant for the coast guard it is quite stunning here wolf yeah and there there have been lots of stories too about the military just being a wash 
uh, with white nationalists too. I mean, they're they're. Well, they just they canned they canned a guy from the Coast Guard a couple of um, months ago for doing that, you know, white supremacist sign during yeah. Hurricane Florence. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're I, they're they're all over because if they didn't join the military, they'd all go to prison. You know, uh, that, that's that's basically what it is. That is, they they've never had any kind of positive role model, male or female, in their lives. So they either are going to get away with crimes for a while and then be like, uh, I, I better, you know, I need to steady your check. So they go into the military or, you know, or yeah. they're too stupid and they go into prison and they join one of those skinhead gangs in jail. Um, I know we're going to talk about it later, but again, it's harder for an immigrant to join the military than it is for a white dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. White nationalists can, you know, no problem. Um, now, the um, th- this was stunning to me. We're gonna have a few different reactions to this, but I want to get to this one because this one fucking blew my mind. That you know the 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 apples and oranges uh, shit going on here, right? Jesse Smollett. I'm gonna say it right now. I don't believe him. I didn't believe him when it first came out. He was wrong to fucking do it. I think, uh, 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 what's his name from The Daily Show? Um, God. Trevor Noah. For, Trevor Noah said it the best. He's like, he said, did this asshole really cr- fake a hate crime to get a pay raise? You know? I mean, because that's what it's, you know, kind of looking like he did. But uh, I didn't believe Jesse Smollett. I didn't know who Jesse Smollett was. I don't watch Empire. I, I, I was reserving judgment on it because I thought it stunk. Adam has a good point, too. You know, he said, uh, you know, who in Chicago would declare it MAGA country? Illinois hates Trump. You know, at least, well, parts of Illinois. Some, Yeah, not Chicago. Chicago hates Trump. Yeah, Chicago hates Trump. Some parts of Illinois is, is, is pretty red. Um, but, um, but, yeah, the... Uh, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it, and it, I, and I'm glad I never talked about it. I'm glad I never tweeted about it. But one thing is important to remember for when we go, go on later is that Jesse Smollett is still declaring his innocence. All right, that's important for something else, not for me. Um, but uh, but well, I want to play the system. But well, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I want to play you um, what Laura Ingram said on her. TV show last night about um, what the media is doing regarding the Jussie Smollett story with it and then talk, you know, in, in this white nationalist terrorist story. Now that Smollett's anti-Trump drama has blown up, the media has jumped on the story of that whack job Coast Guard lieutenant who wanted to murder Democrat politicians. This is now the second time that we know about, from the pipe bombs to uh, yesterday. It's exactly what Donald Trump is encouraging. Words are cheap to him, but they have cost elsewhere. You look at this man, and he's hearing that the media is the enemy of the people. And we all know the recent history of violence propelled in some part by the president's rhetoric. Again, this is so predictable, it's almost boring. Okay, she literally only played clips from morning joe and declared morning joe the media because i'll tell you what the media especially after what happened with that craft asshole today you know mm-hmm. this story this story and we'll talk about that too but this story is getting buried uh this story about uh, uh 
uh, Hassan, Chris Hassan is getting buried. Uh, and then, but she wouldn't let it go. She wouldn't let it go. She was on her radio show too, talking about this. Listen to this. This is this is some shit. What the left does, and this is kind of brilliant in a way of them, is that they take they take one issue off the table by pointing to another one. So- oh, 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 wait. What? Remember when we were talking about cry- when we were all crying about the caravan? Remember when <sighs> we were crying about the caravan, and then we weren't after the midterms. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, you Again. know. Such projection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But any, anyway, I'm going to start that over. Here. What the left I, I does, and this is really kind of quick here. brilliant. Okay. Jesse, or Jussie, I'm sorry, yeah. Jussie Smollett will probably spend time in jail. Oh, yeah. For filing a false police report. Mm-hmm. And I am still, I am still, I still wonder why. I mean, I, I feel like, okay, if he was looking for a pay raise, that still seems strange. But. Here's here is something real about this. What Jesse Smollett did did not result in anybody being harmed physically, no. and nobody was killed. Well, I mean, he lied to push it. Christopher Hassan, if you if you go to the Waypo article or any article, yeah, he was planning to kill. He had a kill list. Yeah. He had a list of people and guns and ammunition. Sure. He a wanted lot of the, to kill people. Yeah, a lot of the same people that were on the MAGA bombers list, too. And not to yes. mention, what did he refer to uh, Elizabeth Warren as? Polka Warren. Yeah, and um, what was it? Um, something Juman? Juman? Jumenthal, I think. Or, Jumenthal, and there yeah, was Don Lemon Jew. was on the list, yeah. and, and Nancy Pelosi, and yeah. there's a big difference. Yeah, the oh, there's a huge difference. Laura Ingram is trying to make it sound like you know, uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Her projection uh, is disgusting. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. We're the, gonna buy her a, a, a drive-in movie theater. Um, he was arrested, and he has been accused by authorities yes. of being. A domestic terrorist. Yes, which is absolutely. something that so many of us have been saying. Why well, is this person? I, I, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold this clip until after the break because there's actually a follow up one. But yeah, I won't have time to play them both now. But um, I, I want to say one other thing. What Jussie Smollett did was lie to push a political agenda. So Fox News should love the guy for it. Because that's what they do all the fucking day. Every day of the week over on Fox. Every week of the year. Fox News lies to push a political agenda. So yes. Jesse Smollett just happened to do it out in public and file a police report about it. it. For He didn't do it for the Fox agenda. No. he Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they, they should admire him. You know, it's like, I, I there's one thing I won't do is I will not lie to push an agenda. I will point out what is wrong. And, and, you know, and, 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 you know, point out what, what could possibly go for, you know, how you get from point A to point B, but I'm not going to fucking sit here and lie about anything stupid. I'm not going to make up attacks. I'm not going to pretend to be a victim when I'm not. Yeah. So Justin Smollett, you know, should be fucking ashamed for what he did, because if you're, if you're a true, decent liberal, then you're going to try and stand up for everybody that's that that doesn't have it as good as you you know i mean dude you were on a fucking huge tv show 
And and there was no, re- I mean, there's just no goddamn reason. It's so infuriating to me when somebody just throws away their career and and, you know, and does something fake. At least he did it better wait. than the John McCain supporter who carved the backwards B on her forehead. Well, she should have done that. She should have done an O. It's the same both ways. Uh, th- th- if if <coughs> Jesse Smollett did this to promote MAGA or to promote Trump. You know damn well everybody would be saying he's mentally ill. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, oh, sure, sure. But, you know, his actions actually went to promote MAGA now. So so it it had the reverse reverse consequences of what he was hoping for. You know? So, I mean, how do you think you can get away with The whole thing is very confusing to me. I really want to know really why he did this. It, It... I, I really I do, and I know we're not going to discuss this too much, but the reality is, is if if Jesse Smollett was a conservative, mm-hmm. everybody on the right would say he is mentally ill. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what we we got to go to the break. We we will be talking about this more. We're going to be talking about a little bit of everything tonight. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm so glad I didn't open my open my mouth about this at all. I almost wish uh, you know. I no, I don't. I don't. I didn't even want to be perceived as an asshole and say I didn't believe him when it first came out. But I, I'm so glad I kept my mouth shut. I didn't I don't tweet about it. Believing him, I, I really. I don't to say this out now. That's I fine. I do not regret believing him. That's fine. You shouldn't. I just. I, I have a, 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 a. Every once in a while, I get a, a, a sixth sense about certain things. I understand that. And, and you know, and I saw this coming a mile away. So this story was believable, sadly. Well, and there's a reason, and I have an audio clip that that supports why it's believable, and I'll play that later. Yeah. Um, Okay. But but anyway, um, let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, uh, Joe might be with us. I'm not sure. Uh, He's got some doggy stuff he's taking care of. Um, Joe will be with us when he's with us, and then at 8 o'clock. Bobber. Bob will be with us. All right. Well, uh, we're going to play a song for this white nationalist from our friend uh, Macaroni. I think you know the song. Anyway, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air 
something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shorter or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order. This is what you play when you waiting in line. This is what you play when people wasting your time. This is what you need when someone breaks your heart and says me and you we need some time apart. This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder. This is what you play when the police pull you over. This is what you need when you just can't stand it. Every time you do right they take you for granted. This is what you play when we in a recession. This is what you play when politicians don't listen. This is what you play when you all the way through. This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello! Hi! Hi! And so the Beltway is bubble is just is Joe swampy here? as ever. Oh no, Joe's not here. So oh. yes, I am. Oh, you are. Joe. Hi, Joe. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. I'm here. So well, hi, Joe. Actually, I popped in about midway. Oh, first <laughs> first segment. I didn't, but I didn't feel that movement. You should have spoken up. You were having such a lively discussion. Oh, I didn't want it. Oh man, I'm telling you what, lively is one one way to describe tonight's show. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I want to get to this Laura Ingram stuff though, because this shit is shit. <laughs> uh, to quote my uh, good buddy Mort's father, that that line lives in infamy. I don't know if I've ever told the story, but when they were building their massive garage, uh, when we were, you know young men in the late 80s, early 90s. I think it was yeah, probably 89 or 90. He's building his garage, and he, and he was hammering in, and his dad was like pounding in boards in the, on the second level of it and everything, you know, doing the flooring. And some of the wood w- was splitting on him. And he's like, this shit is shit! And that phrase <laughs> has lived in infamy. So John Trahan, I'm looking at you. Um, he's a right winger too, which sucks. Um, but this shit is shit. Uh, but yeah, th- this shit from Laura Ingram is shit. Listen to this. What the left does, and this is kind of brilliant in a way of them, is that they take they take one issue off the table by pointing to another one. So it's 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 the art of deflection. So here we have this Ralph Northam, who's the governor of Virginia, in a, in a photo, and he's twenty six with the KKK and blackface. And he's just waiting it out. He's wait. If a conservative, if can you imagine if a conservative po- politician had that same photo, he would. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, let's not um, go with photo. Let's just go with Steve King. Let's. Not, we don't even need a photo of Steve King in blackface. Well, what about Donald Trump and all the things he said? We don't need a blackface picture. What about that picture. senator from down south who said she would be happy to attend a lynching? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so you know, blackface is one thing. Blackface when you're a young person is foolish, stupid, ugly, and, um, you know, should never be done. But when you're actively promoting racist policies and spewing racist language into the congressional record, um, that's far worse, Ingram. And that actually will help your career excel. Look who's in the White House. Yeah. Continuing. He would have been out. He would have resigned. He would have been out. But this guy's riding it out. 
uh, after no. some momentary no. condemnation from Democrats and saying he should resign. That's all gone away. The, then you get Justin Fairfax, the lieutenant governor, second in line. We're still waiting Two women on that. Making allegations against him, the Me Too gals are those. They're backing up. No, there's they're no, not. There's, uh, that story Me Too though, gals. In the, because gals? they say, "Oh, look, Jesse yeah. Smollett. See, there's real hate crime. Real racism exists." And look at the, what they did to Jesse Smollett. Now Jesse Smollett's turned out to be a fraud. So they're jumping on the Coast Guard uh, story, which is a you know Wait. obviously a deranged freak within the Coast Guard, Joe, who was plotting, yeah. uh, according no. to the document seized, plotting Joe. to uh, kill. A Democrat members of Congress, and they're trying to tie that to Trump. Okay, so what? there you are, Laura Ingram, saying, uh, you know, Democrat members of Congress. We are the Democratic Party, you fuckers. If you want to say a Democrat, don't say Democrat Party, because you're dehumanizing us, and you're emphasizing that to make us sound like rats, which are vermin that should, that in all likelihood are to be exterminated when they're around other humans. So her language directly feeds into this dehumanizing of, of liberals, Democrats. You know, that's how you say Democrats. Democrats, if you're from the Democratic Party. But, you know... The, I'm trying to... But, I'm uh, trying but to, just hang on one second. But the, this, whole, this you know, you were right. Jesse Smollett never got anybody hurt. He didn't have a list. He had a list of exactly two fake people. Um, that weren't hurt. Yes, it w was it, it, it potentially to add, you know, a, a greater stigma to the MAGA cult, but pff, they don't need much help. You know, no. I mean, he basically no, ruined ruined his career. He ruined his career. But uh, you know, but but go ahead. What were you going to say, Rain? Because this 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 I'm is a, just, a false comparison. I'm just trying to figure this one out. First off. Like we mentioned, you know, uh, Steve King, and I can't remember the senator. I think it's, I don't know what state, and I don't want to... Well, look, look at Trump. Trump's as racist as they come. King, yeah, the birth, birther so King. there's that. So we're supposed to, and I'm not excusing Ralph Northam or Justin Fairfax. I know I created controversy a couple of weeks ago. I'm not excusing them, but so we're supposed to throw those guys out, period. And... In the same breath, she's sort of saying, we're embracing Jussie Smollett? It, it, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, and the Smollett the, story uh, the, is the, still still going on. still going strong. It's still going it's, on. It, it, her argument makes no sense. I no. mean, she's just throwing everything like that could be kind of racist, and some of it is. I'm not mm -hmm. excusing it, but, you know, again... Here's something that the right wing does. They think binary. They are black and white. Literally. I swear to literally. And here we are as Democrats. I'm a proud Democrat. I look at what's going on with Ralph Northam and 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 um, the Attorney General of Virginia, Mark Herring, and and even Justin Fairfax. And I'm trying to figure out the nuance. That's what none. we as Democrats do. We try to figure out nuance. Oh, yeah. There is none with Republicans. That's the thing. What she just said didn't make yeah. any logical sense. Well, let's let Joe jump in here. Joe, um, you got anything? Sure. Um, it's like this. The conservatives, the Republicans, are like a house that is infested with rats. 
right? Mm-hmm. In fact, not like they are infested with rats. So what they do is they come over to your house, and if they find one rat in your house, oh. your house is just as infested as their house. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's, it's, that's the game they play. And, gross, and, and, and you know, and they also wow. do that. They also do that thing where, oh, well, why do you why do you Democrats care if Trump had sex with somebody? You said it was OK when Clinton did it. No, 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 no. Well, that, you know, no, what I said when Clinton did it is that that he was really stupid mm-hmm. to do something. OK, like that in the Oval Office. I mean, I was really well, angry with him when when that happened. But. In the end, it was between him and his wife. It wasn't well, a matter of that, national that's not security. A, the, per, we, the people involved were adults. They were consenting. Yeah. And that was the end of it. But here's the thing is what we think about it is irrelevant. Uh, you know, what, what we thought about Clinton is irrelevant. What conservatives thought about Clinton, and then, you know, they're like, oh, well, you have the double standard. No. We don't have the double standard at all. You were the ones who wanted to impeach him over a BJ. You know. Let's see. Who was, who was, who was the who was the uh, who was the speaker of the house at the time? Let me see. Newt. Oh yes, Newt. Yeah. And uh, what was he doing uh, on the couch in his office? Yeah, it, it's was that, that a blow it's up? That hypocrisy. Yeah, but and then and then he left under under uh, you know scandalous circumstances, and then they. Put another guy in there who oh oh he was, oh what was Jenny he doing? Hastert. No, before Hastert, they put another guy in who was having an affair with a uh, Page. Oh, that was um um Mark. <gasps> good, he, Mark, Mark? Good, good, good something. Good uh, No. Good no, no, not good latte. No, no, no. I don't. I don't remember this. Yes, latte. there was before Hastert. Latte. Before Hastert. There was a uh, there was a uh, interim speaker who was having who we found out had uh, an it was having a fair pages. Was it Mark Foley? Mark Foley yes, wasn't Mark, the speaker no, of the Mark, house though. Oh no 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 no. no, no. Anyway, I'll look it up in a second. Mark Foley. Anyway, anyway I don't want to. Uh, the the point is, I really you know I really don't care. It's just that don't say we're hypocritical. Critical. No, and don't call me, don't me call, call me the Democrat Party. I'm yeah. the Democratic Party. You asshole. Yeah, the exactly. thing is, when it comes, to, so, when it goes back to Clinton and and Lewinsky, it was consensual, okay, and it was not a matter of national security. I, I remember arguing this in the '90s with yeah. friends, where they were like, "Oh, he's got to go," and I'm like, "Okay, if you want him to go because he had an affair, okay, but." Don't don't pretend that this well is a matter of national well, security. And, and let me say this: I'll take the guy on our side that wore blackface when he was in his twenties over the guy who promoted birtherism when he was in his sixties. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, it, and I'll take Jesse Smollett as a, a, a badge of shame on the left. And they can have this sick son of a uh, biscuit, uh, Chris Hassan, and the MAGA bomber, and all the other right-wing terrorists who have slaughtered people left and right 
for the last several decades. They can have them. You know, I mean, I'll take the career ruiners over the lo- over the life takers. So, but anyway, I, I I need to get to this other clip here. Uh, Laura Ingram was talking to a guy named Joe on her show, not Joe oh, Santarsa, hey. Joe D, D, Joe D Genova, and after oh. after Damn. they they yeah. said, oh well, Jesse Small, it's so much more important story than this puny little you know uh, white uh, supremacist terrorist you know well they they empathize with him because listen to this we are in a civil war in this country there's two standards of justice one for democrats one for republicans the press is all democrat all liberal all progressive all left they hate republicans they hate trump so the suggestion that there's ever going to be civil discourse in this country for the foreseeable future is over. It's not going to be. It's going to be total war. And as I say to my friends, I do two things. I vote and I buy guns. So what? he basically said that there's a civil war. There will no, no longer be uh, civil discourse in this country. It's just going to be war and bloodshed, and I have a lot of guns. So, he's just saying he's just as bad as that Chris Hassan asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's saying, yeah, there can no longer be civil discourse. We need to start killing people we disagree with, which is exactly what Chris Hassan is it going to fucking prison for. But yeah, this asshole right. goes on to Laura Ingram, and they're oh, weeping and whining about J- Jesse Smollett. Who made the Trump cult look like racist assholes, which they are, and homophobes, which they are. But they just fucking towed that guy's manifesto. They towed his line right there on the fucking airwaves, which allegedly belonged to the people. They just said, you can't talk to Democrat, the Democrat Party. The media is all Democrat, and I have guns, and we're going to war. And it's a civil war. Dirty pieces of shit. What dirty pieces of shit? So they're I'm a little worked dangerous. up. Dangerous. Yeah. So so yeah, they're like, oh, they why? Really are why would you even? Why would you even? But yeah, so Jesse Smollett lied about some fake people, but Joe uh, D. DiGiorno. The Pichorno. Yeah. Oh, Genova. Sorry, Genova. Degenerate. Um, goes on to the fucking radio and basically says in in a a little, a little more tame version, but essentially the same thing. You know, I, I want, I just want to kill people that I disagree with because I can't talk to these people anymore because they're so irrational. Oh yeah. We're not the ones who fucking had to change our position every day when, you know, when Trump had a, a shark come out sideways you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, but uh, if it came I, out sideways, doesn't that mean he has a colostomy bag? It could be. So, <laughs> I want to play something for you. Which, um, there was a panel on CNN. Uh, I believe it was on with uh, the, the on the morning show over there with John Berman and Allison Camarota. And there was a, a woman on there by the name of Tiffany Cross, who is the founder of the Beat. I don't believe she's the first person to speak in this. I didn't get the name of the other person, the other woman on the panel. But um, listen to this. 
Didn't he bring the intersection together and force people to have this conversation? And if it is true, didn't he, in fact, attempt to paint the MAGA supporters as these racist and homophobic people? I think I, I, that- I have- Okay, so I'm sorry I didn't set it up a little bit better, but they're, they're talking about Jesse Smollett right there. And this one says, isn't he the guy who drew the line and the comparison between racists and homophobes with the MAGA people? I have to disagree if the with story's you there, true, I, that... Yeah. I, well, but, Michelle, I, I have to respectfully disagree. I think MAGA supporters have painted themselves as that. I mean, when you look at footage, when you hear mm. things they say, these are this is the honest to goodness truth, and we have to be bold enough to call but that why out. Can I, can I that say that it's just the extreme at the rally. I'm just sorry? The extreme. The extremes at the rally. I mean, you... You, I think, are using a broad brush stroke as well, but the extremes of the rally have been violent, not the most of the thousands there. Yeah, well, the fact that most of thousands of people aren't shouting, you know, ridiculous, hateful, racist rhetoric, um, but it still has, you have aligned yourself with a group of people who does. And if we want to pretend that, you know, the, the MAGA symbol hasn't come uh, to represent that, I just think that's, that's false. Yeah. They yes. support the birther king. That's how he started his political career, as the head, the figurehead of the birther movement. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, it, it, and it's just so stunning to me how that's forgotten in all these conversations. A little disappointed in Alison Camarota. Oh, you seem to be painting with a broad brush. He's the king of the birthers. He never apologized for it. He still believes it. All his supporters still believe that Obama wasn't born in this country. They say it to me all the time. He he never apologized for it. When he came out and had that big presser, all he said was... It's over. It's um, done. It's It's settled. Yeah. He never apologized for it. He never said he was wrong either. A couple of years ago, the New York Times came out with a video showing like the hateful rhetoric at those rallies. I mean, there's the there's video of him, you know, of his supporters knocking around a a, a black woman, and when I mm-hmm. say knocking around, they were literally pushing her around. Yeah, shoving her hard. And there's yeah, and there's the one where there was another black person who was up in the upper rafters who he was pushed around too. You can't tell me that that MAGA supporters are being painted with a broad brush. If no. you go to a rally of his, you might as well be wearing the hat. Period. Yeah. These are not good people. I'm sorry if you support, uh, you know, the, the king of the birthers, you're a racist. There's no other fucking yeah. way around it. Birtherism is racism. Hands down. It is. It and, is. And, I mean, you can go You can go online and you can... Um, I. I Perhaps for the next show, I'll find the video that I'm thinking of, but there are a number of black journalists out there who are not mainstream journalists who have really, really come out heartfelt and said, when you say that Barack Obama is not black, when you say that he is not born American, you are stripping me away from my dignity. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I want to I want to get to one last thing here, um, you know, to to show how Trump and the MAGA assholes uh, embrace white nationalism, anti-Semitism, and all this other uh, you know ugly, hateful shit. There was a C- guy on C-SPAN the other day, and I don't know if anybody saw this, but his name is Mark Krikorian. 
And just so you know, you can't spell Mark Kerkorian without KKK because he has three K's in his <laughs> name. And um, he was asked by a caller who claimed to be an independent. She asked him why he was using in his newsletter. Basically, it's a pro-Trump um, uh, newsletter on immigration. And he's from the Center for Immigration Studies. Very innocuous sounding, by the way. But they use articles from a website called V-Dare. The letter V-Dare. V-Dare. I won't go there. I saw some screenshots of it. And it is, it is, uh, it is racist. It is anti-Semitic. It is, uh, it's anti-immigrant. It is grotesque, the shit they have on their, on their website. And he was asked point blank, and oh, and by the way, I should say the Center for Immigration Studies, this is a go-to source for Stephen Miller. Donald Trump has retweeted stories from uh-huh. VDARE, or from, not from VDARE, but from the Center for Immigration Studies, who uses VDARE, who uses a white nationalist website. And this guy was asked by this semi-reasonable sounding independent caller and this is how it went lauren is waiting an independent good morning good morning hi there thanks for having me on go ahead Uh, lauren i was just wondering um why i get your newsletter i was wondering why you continued to include writings from v there the white nationalist and anti-semitic website in your uh, newsletter that you circulate yeah, this is a, we send out a weekly roundup of immigration commentary from all sides, including people we don't agree with. I mean, I include the New York Times, and their editorials on immigration <laughs> are usually things we completely disagree with. And we include a pretty broad range, including some uh, sites that, other, that publish other material that, frankly, I find kind of objectionable. But if they're, inv- if they're important sites of immigration news... We include them because the whole point is see the broad spectrum of views and judge for yourself. Yeah, okay, I'll judge for myself. You're promoting <laughs> white nationalism and anti-Semitism. You're a fucking racist organism. Or- or- organism, yeah, organism, organization, whatever. Organism, that works. <laughs> um, you know, you're a fucking, you know, and, and, and this is something, you know, oh, oh, oh you know that. That liberal rag, the New York Times, I, I use that, and I disagree with them all the time. Oh, but but n- not so much V-Dare, though. I don't disagree with V-Dare as much. Oh, I just went over to that website. This is really ugly stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's ugly. So, we have Laura Ingram bemoaning the fact that the media even dare deign to speak about a white nationalist terrorist we have uh you know we need to focus on the on the brown guy who wasn't out to kill anybody we 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 need to stop talking about the white guy who wanted to bird you know butcher the democrat party and in journalists and then have joe the douchebag um (laughs) on your show degenerate (laughs) Um, Joe Degenerate go and basically toe the line for the white nationalist. And then you have the Center for Immigration guy who, who Stephen Miller and Trump and Don Jr. Uh, all abide by, who are promoting white nationalist and, um, and anti-Semitic websites. So it's, 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 all, it's all fine. 
And not to mention, when this came out, Trump didn't say a word about it. And we're going to get to that when we come back. He said the tiniest little thing today about it. And and it's going to piss everybody off when you hear what he had to say about it. Um, But that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. We're going to get Bob Moran, and we're going to continue this story. We're going to talk about other stuff, too. But this is a big story to me uh, because it has still not been covered by enough news outlets for, for my taste. The Sm- Jussie Smollett stuff, everywhere. Everywhere. You know, yeah. the, the, the craft guy, everywhere. Uh, you know, and, and fuck, I don't even know if we're going to be able to get to the Kim Jong-un stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway. And there was some other stuff we were saying we're going to talk about today on Tuesday. I don't even remember what that was now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, Tuesday was last year. Yeah, Tuesday was last year. It was. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, we're going to continue this discussion and, um, and uh, get some righteous anger up in here. We'll be right back with more Turn Up Tonight right after this. I bring you a message. A message few of you will be able to believe. A message of great importance. A message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember, bring your friends here. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Fuck! 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 Oh! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. That's the problem. That's the problem. My microphone was jacked up. That's what's going on. It's that cord from my microphone, not my headphones. 
Uh, so welcome back, everybody. Uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello there, sir. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Well, I'm better than my cord on my microphone. That's why um, mm. they couldn't hear me for a minute there. So hopefully it went through on the recording and everything. Okay, we'll see. Uh, if not, you get to miss my voice a little. Uh, and, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program to you as well. Rain? She might still be away. But anyway, Bobber is here. Bob from Oh, okay. Rain is back. Anyway, let's move on to the more important people. Uh, No, Uh, you're just as important as everybody else. And uh, yeah, so and Bob from fourfreedomsblog.com is is here with us as well. And I gotta find your. uh, uh, Yeah, uh, here we go. I got the jingle, but I had to queue up this thing. Uh, Here we go. Uh, There it is. Hello, Bob. There you go. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening to you. So, got any white nationalists in the neighborhood? <laughs> well, actually, we I, I think we actually do have one right down the street. Oh, great. We uh, do. We he do. Used to, he used to fly a, uh, a, you know, the old Stars and Bars rebel flag in his backyard. Mm. Uh, but uh, he replaced it. With the actual Confederate, uh, Confederate official Confederate flag from like the f- the first two years of the Confederacy, which is like a red bar, a white bar, and a red bar, and then a blue field with a circle of stars. Oh dear God! Yep, it's true. Well, it's true. Bob and I have been stalking him. Motherfucker! Burn it! Burn it to the ground! It's in his backyard. Uh, be stealthy. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, but yes, we have we have an actual nationalist, right? One, two, three, four, five houses down. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I'll never forget that time uh, over in the hive of scum and villainy. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and. If villainy. somebody was telling me what exactly, uh, asking me, they were demanding an answer that I tell them what's wrong with white nationalism. And I said, if you don't have a problem with white nationalism, I have a problem with you. Um, I have a problem with any kind of nationalism, any kind of nationalism, really. Because, uh, you know, I'll say it right now, Alex Jones, I'm all for globalism. Because we don't live on different fucking planets. I'm not trying to sound like any kind of weird hippie or anything here, but, you know, this, this world we live in has, you know... An ecosystem, and you know, we share the same air and same water, and you know, uh, I mean, it, it, it's it, it, the, they're ba- you know, the, just the basic building blocks of life. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I know that might sound all new agey and shit, and you know, science. Oh, it's nothing ooh. wrong with that. You know, I, I mean, it, but I, I, I believe in you know uh, the Bill of Human Rights. And uh, you know, and and because that 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 Franklin Delano Roosevelt and his wife, they were so radical. You know, I mean, <laughs> if your if your if your country your love of country revolves around race, that's that is seriously fucked up. Yeah, that's really what it comes down. That's what white nationalism is. Is it's your you want your country to to either be or remain or trend towards a specific 
you know, uh, race yeah. being whiteness. Yeah, and That's you know, fucked up about it. You yes. know, and I, I I get it. Everybody wants their country to do well, but once your country is doing so well, it's kind of like you know, uh, Alexandria uh, uh, Ocasio Cortez, and I know I fucked up her name. Um, she she said AOC. I'll just say that. She, you know, yeah. she she was making the point the other day. It's like, you know, you know, uh, when when's enough enough for for millionaires? Isn't ten million enough? Isn't a hundred million enough? You know, whatever. It's in in that's that's the way I think for for certain countries. It's like for all countries. You know, once you get you know so wealthy, you should try and work on making your neighbors happier because that's going to make everybody happier. Wars will will you know? I mean, you know. Anyway, I don't want to get into this. It's just fucking common sense, you know. Globalism is not something evil. It's 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 a practical thing for the existence and sustain, you know, the sustained existence of of human and animal life on this planet, in maintaining an ecosystem that can take care of us all. Uh, you know, it's not a fucking difficult concept, and you know, it's a. But of course. I'm sure Trump supporters would say I was being satanic right about now, and I got probably well, a lizard person in my butthole or something. So, <laughs> you know what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you go back to pre World War II, we were doing the same shit that Trump is trying to do now, being isolationists. Worked out so well then, huh? Yeah. Yep. So. So I. I we I wanna... are global. We're a globe. We're yeah. a planet. And yeah. We have the internet now, which we didn't have during World War Two. Well, I wanna I wanna play this uh, because again, I was scrambling to find coverage of this, this this white nationalist terrorist. You know, uh, you know, and he was a the uh, he was a he wanted to kill everybody on the globe, the opposite of me. Oh, um, he's a peach. Yeah. So, uh, but. Morning Joe, uh, to their credit, um, you know, had some really fucking good coverage of this. And, of course, that was the only coverage that Lori Ingram... Oh, well, the media, all the media wants to do is talk about this and try and blame Trump. The whole media... Morning Joe's the media now? Sorry, Fox and Friends wasn't talking about it. You guys are always bragging about having the highest ratings. You are the fucking mainstream media, so don't give me that shit. So anyway, Morning Joe had some great coverage. Here's uh, a long clip. I'll pause it intermittently. Donnie, look at the bottom of the screen. Look at the headline. Trump silent on plot to kill critics. (laughs) Let me say it again. Donald Trump silent on plot to kill critics. And I will say, I will follow up with Susan Del Percio. Hey, Mitt Romney, you think it's a cool idea? That somebody is trying to kill Nancy Pelosi, trying to kill Chuck Schumer. You work with Chuck Schumer. You think you should condemn that? Think you should condemn that plot? Hey, Lindsey Graham, you run the Judiciary Committee. You think it's cool? You think you might want to check with the Justice Department and see why, oddly enough, they're silent. They're silent about this unbelievable uncovering of a plot to kill half of the Democratic field that's running against Donald Trump, kill the top Democrat in the House, kill the top Democrat in the Senate, kill one of the top Democrats investigating Donald Trump from a Coast Guard lieutenant who had been planning domestic terrorism For years. and was plotting uh, and, and, and actually learning uh, from another 
another white supremacist, Donnie. I believe it was in Norway who killed 77 people. Not a word from Trump. Not a word from Mitch McConnell. Not a word from Kevin McCarthy. Not a word from the Justice Department. I'm going to pause it right there. Because Laura Ingram, she, she might not have noticed this, but somebody's name on that list, um, her name was on it. Laura Ingram's name was on that list of who he wanted to kill. No, no, I'm wrong. It was Joe Scarborough's name that was on that list. So if you think, oh, all the so media, the media wants to just talk about this white nationalist and not talk about Jesse Smollett, who killed his career by saying Trump supporters were racist. Um you know, and, and again, Jesse Smollett, he was wrong. He was fucking stupid, and it was wrong. And, um, you know, unless it turns, unless I'm wrong, unless I'm wrong, and, and somehow, you know, he's innocent, whatever. I, whatever. But if there was a list out there, or, or, or a mailing list of where bombs had been sent to people, in the right-wing media, or if there was, uh, you know, a, 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 just a list of names that said Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh and, um, you know, whatever. They're actually all on my glitter bomb uh, mailing list. God, that, once that glitter is in the carpet, you're never getting it out. Um, but, um, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're um, you know, I, I mean, you... you you probably would feel pretty passionate about it if your name was on a list of a white nationalist who said you were going to be killed by him. So I think I can understand why maybe Joe Scarborough and crew decided to cover this a little bit more. But again, that's all the audio she had to smear the media. All they want to talk about is this. It was just Morning Joe. And it's a huge story. So much bigger than Jesse Smollett. Thank God this guy was apprehended. Yes. Yes, thank God he was apprehended. Thank the the Justice Department. The FBI, you know? I mean... Here's the thing. <clears throat> I know that, Joe, you listen to MSNBC during the day, right? Same with me, I, right? I do, I do. And they had... They, during the day they have covered this the past couple of days um and it's been it's kind of been you know intermittent with the andrew mccabe story but msnbc has been covering this during the day um i don't think that they've been covering this story at night because again all of the goddamn trump bombshells yeah but what I do find interesting is that Morning Joe covered this. And Joe Scarborough, I know he left the Republican Party. And He's he considers himself. Yeah, this is where I'm going. Um, something I find really interesting with conservatives is that they only become independent or even so somewhat liberal. Mm. When something affects them personally. Oh, yeah. And this this story had to scare the fucking shit out of him. Oh, because yeah. Because in his manifesto was Joey. Yeah. Ari Melber was on there. Um, Chris but Hayes. Ari Melber, I don't consider him. Yeah. 
So, but I guess what I'm getting at is that, you know, th- those guys over there, Ari Melber, Chris Hayes, Don Lemon, you can name a whole bunch of them who I don't know if they're liberal or not. I consider them journalists. Yeah. Um, but Joe Scarborough is a conservative. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so suddenly it affects him. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's the it's the whole thing with, you know, it, it, it's the same thing with so many other things. Like, you know, when when a Republican it turns out that they have a gay son, then they're like, "Well, yes. I guess I can't hate my son." Or when Sarah Palin's, you know, daughter, you know, "Oh, well, we're the party of family values, but, you know, we're going to we're going to have this baby in the family. I'm going to be a grandma yeah. and she won't yeah, get married for 7 years." So, you know, but yeah, until it happens to them, yeah, you're you're right. But anyway, um, I, I want to get uh, through some more of this. Uh, continue. Joe, um, that is pathetic. And by the way, Donnie, you know Trump. Does he know what he's doing? Does he know what he's doing here? What he's encouraging by remaining silent? Is he hoping for a deflection? Of, of course a he knows. But guys, guys, I think we're a little hard on Trump because when there are real threats. What? He does come out just Monday, Alec Baldwin. I mean, Saturday Night Live. That, that was pretty, pretty spicy stuff going after him. And Donald right. was very, very yeah. upfront to say that that should be looked into. So, you know, sometimes so, so he, is, he so, 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 Donna, he attacks Saturday Night Live and says point. something must be done. Yeah. So let's not retribution. Go, he, he attacks. He attacks an Empire actor mm-hmm. and calls that like a great disgrace. And yet. A white nationalist, because he's got he's he showed us in Charlottesville what he thinks of white nationalists. Fine a white people. nationalist plots to people. kill half of the Democratic field and to kill the top Democratic leaders in America. And there's complete silence from Donald Trump and the Republican Party and the Justice Department. Joe, let, let's also thread a few things. Um, you know, obviously he, he was big on enemy of the state this weekend, and the Roger Stone, who's putting crosshairs on a, on a federal judge, a, a bullseye on his head, yeah. and also uh, head. tweeting with his good friend Alex Jones about uh, a civil war and about, you know, uh, we've got to take to the streets, which is my end, end, end concern of all of this. And as we wor- work against another story, as far as Mueller wrapping up, what happens in this country, because the, the, these kind of markers are being put down, if there are impeachment moves, if this does go further along the line, what happens when Donald Trump himself says to people, take to the streets? So there's silence right now, which is obviously quite dastardly. The next level, which is so terrifying, is he is capable of not only being silent about it, but actually asking for the order. Yeah, I agree. With- All right. Um, and I think Donnie Joy- Deutsch has a great point there because we've uh, Alex Jones. He mentioned Alex Jones is talking about a civil war. Roger Stone putting targets on you know a judge's head. Um, that asshole on Laura Ingram's show where they're like, oh, of course this crazy whack job Chris Hassan. That's terrible that he did that. But we're going to make the same threats on our show about a civil war and you can't have discourse anymore. You need to kill your enemies. And I have promoting. a lot of guns. Yeah. So no wonder Lori Ingram's upset. No wonder Lori Ingram's upset that we're not talking about the the brown guy who lied. And we're talking about the white guy who actually told the truth and was going to slaughter as many people that he disagreed with as he could. And again, just so everybody knows, there's no way to possibly link this guy to Donald Trump's rhetoric. He just, it was a coincidence that his hit list resembled everybody that Donald Trump hates. Just a mere coincidence. So weird. 
And thanks to Donnie Deutsch for bringing up the being sarcastic in there about SNL, because I said the same thing to you guys the other day. I was like, Trump can go out and demand retribution against Saturday Night Live for a comedy sketch, but he's completely fucking silent on on this white nationalist threat. Can I ask you guys something? Mm-hmm. When so it's only it's been less than six months. I don't even know how many months, but it's been less than six months since we got the guy who sent all of the bombs to CNN and the MAGA bomber. To an, yeah. Did Trump ever say anything about him? Um, not much. I think it was Hickabilly Slanders who came out and just said, you know, you know, did the broken record thing about, oh, we condemn violence uh, of all kind, we condemn violence of all kind, we condemn violence of all kind. Enemy of the people! Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers. But he was definitely driven to do what he did because of Trump's rhetoric. And I believe that this guy was too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you don't put members of the media on your hit list unless you think they're an enemy. And, and there was no, there were they're no an enemy unless somebody tells you they are. And there were no <laughs> people. I mean, it was people like Chris Cuomo. I'll say, I'll tell you what, Chris Cuomo is one of the most fair journalists I've seen on TV. He he will he will stick his neck out sometimes to not paint Trump in, in too bad of a light. I mean he'll call him out on on all the blatant shit, but but he's no he's no bleeding heart liberal, you know. Um, you know he's a New York Democrat. Um, you say but, that like that's a bad thing. No, uh, he, he's a, he's a, 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 a New I'm York kidding. Democrat from <laughs> of, of means. I'm you know, but <laughs> not it's working. It's time to call these motherfuckers out. Yeah. So um, we, we don't have a ton of time left. Bobber, did you want to jump in on this? I'm sorry, guys. No, I, not not on this one. Joe, did you want to say anything uh, on this? I got a little bit more of the morning Joe stuff, but uh, you want to jump in? I, just thinking of all this projection and stuff, I, I keep thinking of the Central Park Five. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Remember that? Remember Trump's apology for that? Uh, uh no. What? Yeah. Oh, you mean the one did, in October of 2016 when he said, "Hmm." Even though they were cleared, and even though <laughs> all the DNA evidence showed that a guy who confessed did do it, uh, they should be killed anyway. Yeah, did their skin color change over this period of time, Trump asked, I believe? <laughs> no, no, so, no. So, yeah. No, no still guilty. Brown no, still people. Guilty. October of 2016, after New York City settled with them and gave them money because they were falsely accused and incarcerated for 13 years still kill them kill them because they're black and hispanic and what the hell they they probably did something that where they deserve to be he said that well yeah they were he said he said they weren't exactly angels anyway they were they were brown uh they were brown so so killed them uh but anyway hey uh i can hear myself twice Suze. can you turn that down thanks 
Um, but uh, yeah, so let's get to the the uh, Morning Joe, the, the last bit of this clip. I think the big problem here is we sort of crept along to this point and no one's ever stood up. So now it's almost expected in a way that Trump won't say anything when you see news reports like this. I can't help but think about um, the closest parallel to this, which was the shooting of the uh, congressional baseball practice. Steve uh, Scalise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a deranged liberal uh, targeting Republicans in that moment. And if I'm recalling correctly, uh, there was sort of universal condemnation, people rallying around their colleagues. It was a fairly standard response to a fairly un, uh, fairly remarkable and scary incident. We don't have that right now. And I would just add one other thing that's kind of getting lost in this, and maybe it seems trivial to you all, but I think we should have a conversation about how a guy like that can stockpile that many weapons. It, there's got to be a better system He's in our country. He's not alone. I mean, yeah, no, clearly not yeah. alone. Yeah. Clearly not. But there's got to be a better system in our country than allowing someone sure. who has that type of deranged worldviews and internet searches from stockpiling weapon upon weapon upon weapon. But w- to your to your initial point, within hours, within hours after Steve Scalise and other Republicans were shot and shot at on a yeah. softball field during softball practice for the congressional baseball game, the Democrats had a prayer session. Multiple numbers of Democrats issued statements. Where are the Republicans today on this? Where, where are they? And, and that's where we wrap this up, because we get so desensitized along the way. There are so many stories coming at us, and there is a coarsening and uh, a desensitization that has happened over the past two years in this presidency. So we just spent 15 minutes pointing out something very important. Look at the, look, look, yeah. look at the bottom look, of the screen. Look at the bottom of the screen. The President of the United States says nothing when there is a plot to kill his critics. We are in the United States of America. This is happening right now. And this is not okay. A plot <laughs> to kill the Speaker of the House. A plot to kill the top Democrat in a the plot Senate. plot to kill journalists. A p- There's a reason why Donald Trump says he fell in love with Kim Jong-un, folks. Kim Jong-un, a guy who has his uh, uh, opponents uh, or people who disagree with him or people he feels is a, a threat burned alive with bloat with uh, flamethrowers um, family members your family members you know or killed with anti-artillery guns uh, torn apart by packs of dogs um, mm-hmm. you know uh, I mean there's a reason why Trump is silent on this it's because he looks at this, and I'm going to tell you flat out, this is exactly how I feel when I, when, I, when I see that man's eyes and I hear what he says. And you'll hear it. We'll hear his response when we come back. But there is a reason why Trump isn't saying anything about this. Because he thinks one day he's going to get lucky in that he, somebody is going to do the dirty work that'll keep the blood off his hands, because he know he can't go as far as people like Kim Jong Un go. He knows he can't do that. He knows he can't have public executions for people who do drugs or cross the border, or, or whatever. He knows that he can't go outright and poison somebody with polonium. He knows that he can't, you know, uh, again, you know, torture and, or, and murder people in public in front of his cabinet. He knows that he can't get away with that. So he's hoping for the best. And the best for him is that somebody will listen to what he's saying and will go out and get the blood on their hands 
and then the the White House will just say we condone violence of any kind. We condone violence of or you know, condone. Sorry, Freudian slip. We can, <laughs> no, no, we, you were right the first time. I, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, we condone any violence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as it's against people who say mean things about Donald Trump, retribution on Saturday on a comedy show. Retribution on a comedy show. You thin-skinned little monster. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, but anyway, we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna pick up this conversation. I'm sorry it's taken so long, but there's there are other things we we haven't even gotten to Trump's actual response to this. Um, but we're gonna to go to the Green News report. Um, we're not gonna be able to t- uh, have time to take calls tonight, but we will do name calling. So, uh, and my, the phone the phone line's still not working anyway. So, uh, but anyway, we're gonna we're gonna hit the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. You believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thumbs up, everybody! We're It's Thursday, February 21, 2019. The Environmental Protection Agency is being urged to take action on toxic chemicals. EPA's action plan on toxic chemicals in your drinking water? Take action later. Australian court blocks coal mine on climate change grounds. January was the third hottest January on record globally. Plus, the Trump administration is planning to cancel $929 million slated for California's high-speed rail project. Trump administration wants California's high-speed rail funding back. All of those take-backs and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The Trump administration has called the contamination a public relations nightmare. Oh, toxic chemicals in our drinking water is a public relations nightmare. Imagine how those people dying from cancer feel. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I'll try to calm down from that toxic chemicals story for a moment. What do you have to kick us off today? Well, first up, January 2019 was the third hottest January globally since record-keeping began in the 1880s. That's according to NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. You're not calming me down. Oh, sorry. That is despite a portion of the United States experiencing that record cold polar vortex that unleashed another round of nonsense from climate science deniers. Only January 2016 and January January 2017 were hotter than last month. Remember when the Trump administration was caught last fall trying to bury its own study on two toxic chemicals found in most U.S. drinking water supplies because it would be, quote, a PR nightmare? Yes, yes, I do. Well, late last week, Trump EPA acting administrator Andrew Wheeler unveiled what he called an historic effort to limit those chemicals used in nonstick cookware and other consumer applications. And seeping into our water supply and on paper used at fast food restaurants and on our carpets and our couches and everything else. Yes, please continue. Yes, PFAS chemicals persist for hundreds of years and are linked to serious illnesses like kidney and testicular cancer and contaminate the drinking water of millions of Americans. But the EPA's historic action plan turns out to be 
no action, but a promise to do more research and eventually establish federal limits in drinking water. Oh, well, take your time. What's the rush? That's exactly what Democratic Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York said in a press conference when he criticized the EPA for moving too slowly. They have agreed to set an MCL. That's a good thing, a maximum level. What they haven't told us is two things. How long it'll take, and will the level be stringent enough so that it really protects people? And a former official for Coke Industries, one of the most polluting companies in America, is now at the EPA, playing a key role in setting those limits on contamination, which could have major financial repercussions for his former employer. You are so not calming me down. Meanwhile, the Trump administration Department of Transportation says it is canceling a $900 million grant to the California High Speed Rail Project and is, quote, actively exploring every legal option to claw back nearly $2 billion in federal funding for the project. That's after the state's new Democratic governor, Gavin Newsom, last week announced that he is scaling back the project due to cost overruns and delays. Newsom noted that a central segment of the route is already under construction, and he called the demand, quote, political retribution by President Trump because California sued to stop Trump's border wall. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti on MSNBC Agreed. Should the state of California pay that money back or not? Absolutely not. Um, And I think the president forgets there's a second branch called Congress. It's been appropriated by the Congress and it's being put into a project uh, that will build high-speed rail. You can't just choose your enemies and friends and decide as an imperial president to take away their funds because you don't like where they come from. Finally, some good news. A landmark ruling in Australia, the world's top coal exporter. A high court for the first time has rejected a crucial permit for a new open pit coal mine in New South Wales on the grounds that the mine will contribute to dangerous global warming. And renewable energy has muscled its way into the global energy system faster than any fuel in human history and is likely to be the world's main source of power within 20 years. That's according to the lefty tree huggers at British Petroleum. What? In its annual energy outlook, BP predicts that demand for its own oil will continue to rise, but it projects that global oil demand will peak in the 2030s several years earlier than it predicted last year, and that renewables will displace coal as the world's top source of power within a decade. Wow. Well, that is good news, but it didn't help. For much Sorry. more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to, stop by our website, please, at greennews.bradblog.com. You can make me feel better by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate to help Desi and me celebrate 10 years of the Green News Report over your public airwaves, as we are doing this week. Thanks to those of you who have already stopped by bradblog.com slash donate. Find, follow, and share us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. To admit it's getting better, better, little better, all the time. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick, 
on Turn Up The Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Fuck! 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 You okay? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, I don't even—I don't even have honky drops. I'm so so irritated by things that are going on this week. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the program, uh, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Hello, Bob. Washington D.C. I interrupted my interrupted myself. Um, and Joe Santorsus, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Uh oh. I think Sharky ate his, his mute button again. Either that or he's feeding Sharky. He no, could he be. swallowed my mute button. Oh, okay. Gobbled no, Sharky's okay. Sharky's Sharky, good? Sharky's he's fine. All right, very good. Uh, and last but not least, Rain uh, for Freedom's blog. Our girl Friday, are you ready to uh, do some name calling? I am. Here we go. Yes. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits there we go oh and are those moon mary says can you can you remind us of the fuck 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 clip it's it's a guy it's just look up tourette's guy on youtube you'll find it um but uh it's fake he doesn't really have tourette's um but it's kind of funny but anyway go ahead rain i'm sorry to interrupt no, it's fine. Um, it's fine. Everything's I th- fine. I didn't think you this were angry. This is all fine. Nothing is just, on fire. I was just being polite. <laughs> so in the in the chat room tonight, we have um, chicken and waffles, which chicken we could talk about on Tuesday. Chicken and waffles in the chat? No, we don't wow. have them in the chat, but I got to tell you something. <laughs> Today, evidently, because Russian bots are everywhere. Oh, yeah. The fact that Kamala Harris had chicken and waffles with the Reverend Al Franken, who had banana and pancakes or something, that was outrage. Oh, yeah. The the Reverend Al Franken? Yes. He had He had bananas, and she had chicken and waffles, and everybody, again, with this stupid fucking... But not Al Franken. Al Sharpton. Reverend Al Franken. Al Sharpton. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Now I'm I'm a jerk. The Reverend Al Al Franken is Stuart Smalley. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. New new age healer. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Yeah. It's my dumbass move tonight. (laughs) But yeah, everybody was having like a shit fit that she had chicken and waffles. Well, that's clearly disqualifying. Well, you know what? You know, we're like, oh, there she is pandering to the blacks. She's finished. She's done. She's done. That is not. Oh my God. Chicken and waffles is, is. 
that's racist to say that chicken and waffles is just a, a, a food black people eat. I know. Well, I mean, anyway, oh my and, and God. it's racist for me to say the Reverend Al Franken. No, and you know what's you know what the what's what's worst about what you said is I knew exa- exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, I know Reverend Al Franken. I wasn't sure if, if Al Franken had gotten a new. Uh, you know, um, Church of the Subgenius <laughs> or, or <laughs> vocation. You know, I thought he might have had a, you know, an epiphany. You never know. <laughs> he became a reverend. Born again, reverend Franken. Al, Al Franken. I'm so sorry. I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm a dumbass too, then, I because the confu- no, I get them confused all the time. Because I, I was like, yep, too. Reverend Al Franken. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I watch his show every Saturday. Sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Live on, on reruns. Okay. 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 My jaw hurts. <laughs> All right. So to to the people in the chat room. Okay. Um, the Reverend Chick- Al Franken. <laughs> Senator Al Sharpton. <laughs> Former Senator Al Sharpton. <laughs> yeah. Who resigned in in. in. And scandal. Yes. Okay. So seriously, we have Adam Hebert, we have Barbara DC, we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Kat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Marnus, who is here with Reverend Al. Yes. Well, <laughs> I hear they're Franken. both in the studio. Yes, um, we have Now Goodness, we have Michelle in South Florida, we have Moon Mary President, we have myself, we have Sandy and Durwood, we have Theo, we have Tim Cormel, and we have Trojan Rabbit. That's cool. I think I got everybody. I, I, I think so, too. <laughs> I think I, I did, too. You even got two people we don't even I, have. I, I, yeah. Al Sharpton and the Reverend Al Franken. Well, 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 said baby Jessica while having a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah, what do you know? So anyway, anyway, um, oh, I, I, I lovely, would... lovely chat room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, fantastic chat room, and, and you're uh, all good yes. enough, and you're all smart, smart enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I like myself, um, but clearly, clearly, she has to drop out of the race. <laughs> oh yeah, and then there's one with also in yes. chat then, there, then there's one with uh, apparently Kamala Harris. Um, uh, or no, no, Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar uh, there's a yeah. story going around now that she was outraged oh, that she didn't have a plastic fork for a salad, so she ate it with a comb. And to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, she's a fucking problem solver. That's right. I you, you can you realize how much you more what, salad you can get in your mouth with a comb than a fork? That's brilliant. But you know yeah. what? I'm gonna eat all you my know, salads who, with a comb from now on. Who? Who ran the you know, story? Who ran that story? Was it Bright Bart News? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I. Was, I, it, was it? No, who was, was it? it? No. Seriously, it's probably New York Bart. fucking Times. New, oh, at, New, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. This Jeez. is what we we. This is what I was saying in the chat this morning. Remember? This is what scares me. Yeah, is that we're eating each other up? We're always so. Oh, I don't. I don't like Kamala Harris. I don't like Bernie Sanders. I don't like the. You know what? I like a garbage can yeah. before I like Trump. I will yeah. vote for anybody. 
Yeah, and I'm not going to disparage anybody because you know what? This is what the mainstream media is starting to do. Oh, did the Democrats go too far left with the Green New Deal? Oh, was that a big mistake? No, fucking no. We're Democrats. That's what we do. We yeah. resent ideas. Yeah. Yep. Like if you want, if you don't have a fork and there's a comb laying there, eat your salad with a comb. Well, at least she used it to eat the salad. It's God brilliant. Paul Wolfowitz used it to eat his hair. Oh, my God. He God fucking he licked it. Well, there's oh, a blast so from the past. <laughs> What's so that, Bob? So that is so nasty. I did the video of him just licking, sucking the comb. His comb, sucking his comb, and running it through that crazy hair. Oh, at least he used it to eat a salad. So is that? I mean, I, I saw that story, and I'm thinking to myself, this doesn't see. This seems like like something is bogus or or, or inflated. Um, I mean, is, is is this a real story? Because I, I saw it online and I said, I don't know if I believe this. Depending it's on the, the comb. New York, New York goddamn times. This is what pills, kiss, pisses me off. You know, Depend- and, then, and then Donnie yeah. Deutsch today going, oh, I think the Democrats made a big mistake with the Green New Deal. Fuck you. Yeah, dumb. Um, but seriously, depending on the comb, just think of eating meatballs with a comb. Think of how many meatballs oh. you could get on a comb. Oh, my God. It's delicious. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. <clears throat> you'd need, yeah, well, you'd need one of those picks from the 70s. Well, yeah. you could use any kind of comb. You know, you could use one with the, like, little long, skinny handle, and, like, then you, you know, then you hold it up, mm-hmm. and you can just kind of, like, eat it like a corn yeah. on the cob. Yeah. Um, this is a genius thing. And people are like, she ate a salad with a comb. As long as it's clean and I don't not, even and know not cleaned true. in your mouth. God damn it. Not, I'm telling you, I I don't like I, we don't these know. stories are stupid and these are distractions. Yeah, it is stupid and it is distractions, but I'm saying you know, I don't if it is true. Amy Klobuchar decides to, you know, I don't know, take a bath well, in well, seltzer water. The, the, the that would be nice. The story was that she belittled the staff member. Who forgot the fork? Okay. I, I mean, I mean, let's, we're talking about this shit. Let's pretend. Let's. I'll pretend. tell you what. If if one of my staff brought me a salad and they didn't bring me a fork, I'd fire them. <laughs> <laughs> and you know well, what? And you know what? You tell would me. be considered a strong man. That's right. Tell me. He doesn't take any shit. Tell right. me, the, Republicans haven't been. That's kind of the point that I was trying to get. And just to, to prove yes, the point, I'm going to really put, ridiculous. Tell me, Republicans haven't the, been more petty than that because they have. They have. It's I, nonsense. I, the, the bottom line is that they're trying to demean, and I am not decided. But what Joe is talking about, and this is really important. What, this is the second story we've had about Amy Klobuchar. About how she's mean to people and about how, oh, oh, you know, she was pissed off at somebody for not giving her a fork. So she had to eat with a comb. Brilliant. Think about how stupid that sounds. First, just there, right then and there. But the bottom line is if this was a man, he would be considered inventive. Oh, yeah. He'd be a super problem strong. Solver. Yeah, pr- exactly. Yes, Bob. Bobber. Thank you. A problem solver. Yeah, he, he'd be, problem it'd be leadership. It'd be leader. He doesn't tolerate failure. 
And that's what she said. She said, you know what? I am tough on my staff because I am tough on myself, and I expect a lot from them, she said. Anyway, of course, she's a woman. She can't talk like that because, well, then she's a bitch. Anyway, I'm keeping, I'm going to go buy, like, a pack of goodie combs, and I'm going to keep them in my office. And when I, when I, when I'm going to get a pack of goodie combs, and I'm going to keep them in my office at work, and when I don't have a, a, a fork to eat my food with, I'm going to take out one of those goodie combs, and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm (laughs) rolling like Klobuchar. You know? I mean, that's a deluxe way to eat with a comb. Come on, that's brilliant. I love it. I'm I'm seriously, I think think I'm going to, this is revolutionizing the way to eat food. I want to eat with a comb. This wasn't... this wasn't on Fox News website. This wasn't no. on Breitbart. This wasn't on Newsmax. No. New York Times. This is the New what York the fucking Times. What the hell is Times. wrong with that newspaper? And that was well, Donnie Deutsch saying, oh, the Green New Deal. They made a big mistake. Yeah. The Green no, New Deal is not a binding resolution. It's a mistake of America. It's, it's about time Democrats act like Democrats. Yeah. That's what we do. We problem solve. The Green New Deal says that we need to do something about climate change, and we need to do it now, and we yeah. need drastic action, and we need it in 10 years. And, yeah, it's not too radical. And if it's too radical for Donny Deutsch, <laughs> don't start, because you know what you're going to get? You're going to get another four years of fucking Trump. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Come on, guys. Come on, come on, guys. I I got something I got to get to. Real quick before we go. Very quick, very quick. And this is to this is to bring Joe down a bit, and to bring everybody else down a bit. The Green New Deal is not um, an act. It's if it's passed, it's not a law. It's it's aspirational. It's basically saying. We're going to pass this, and this is what we want to do. And that's mm-hmm. something a lot of people are forgetting. Very good. Very good. You all there with me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I am. I am. It's just, so. you talked to me right really, off my, really, my, my ledge. It's a really, really good starting point. All right. Well, I, we, so. we just have just enough time to get back to the. Um, the 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 Trumps uh, the the Trump being silent on the white nationalist terrorists. Oh yay, white nationalism! Yay. Yeah. So uh, Stephen Colbert uh, had a great little segment about Trump's uh, <coughs> crickets. Last night we found out the FBI has arrested a Coast Guard officer who was planning a rampage against Democrats and journalists. When they raided his apartment, they found a huge cache of ammunition and weapons. Look how neatly laid out that is. <laughs> Who says men don't like Marie Kondo? Oh, boy. This grenade sparks joy in me. It will also yeah. spark a fire because it is an incendiary grenade. Yes. The officer in question, Christopher P. Hansen, once wrote a letter, I am a longtime white nationalist, having been a skinhead 30 plus years. 30 years, that is a long time. Yeah, he's been he is close years. to skinhead retirement. <laughs> Soon he can cash in his 401 KKK. No! Got a better response. I like that. That got a better response. I like that. You like that? That's a good one. That's up. Hassan, the guy, was plotting to murder a huge list of people, including politicians, journalists, professors, judges, and others. In one letter, Hassan wrote, I am dreaming of a way to kill almost every last person on Earth. Sorry, but the Cheesecake Factory is way ahead of you. Wow. So is... They have an appetizer of cheeseburgers. 
This man is a homicidal, racist monster serving in our military. But don't worry, the commander-in-chief slapped him down with a savage tweet of nothing. <laughs> Silence. Hasn't commented. It makes sense. Mm. Hassan only wants to kill everyone on Earth. It's not like he's hosting SNL. <laughs> yeah. Plus, Trump couldn't tweet about it. He was too busy denouncing bad cell phone service. I want 5G and even 6G oh my technology God. in the United States as soon as possible. It is far more powerful, faster, and smarter oh my than God. the current standard. <laughs> that sounds like oh he really wants, sounds like something happened to the White House Wi-Fi. I got, yep. my, I got my phone right here, but no internet. What's the deal? Someone help me find the G spot. I don't understand why the there's five of them. I hear there's five. I hear there's. Now it's possible Trump does not know what he's talking about here because 6G technology does not exist. That's true. That's true. Doesn't know. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I first heard it, it was like he was he he read the tweet and said 5G or 6G. Yeah, even 6G. I've I've never fucking heard of 6G. This is coming from a guy who doesn't use email, by the way. And and, and yeah, also, well. we have 5G in the United States, you dumb fucker. I have it in my house. Well, now, yeah, but is it compatible with your iPhone 30? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't have an iPhone. There is no iPhone 30. You know that. You have an iPhone 10, and so do I. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. He's so fucking stupid. I have a 2G and a 5G network in my house. Uh-huh. Right. I do. Yeah, I have a dual band, 2G, 5G. And what they're trying to do is bring 5G to the public by using mini antennas mounted on poles to increase reception and download speeds. Okay. And that's okay. 5G. Joe, are you talking about Trump and Stormy Daniels? Oh, little antennas? Oh. See? What? What, you you s- what? Little in little inverted uh, little satellite ant- dish? Little antennas? Little, little antennas. Little poles. Little, little, little <laughs> tiny poles. So... That all being said, I have Trump's response from today about the he white nationalist. About oh, about, oh. The, about the, the white nationalist. No, oh, you, oh, you, you would be right to think that he responded to Colbert, uh, Bobber. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, uh, but that was on too late for him. So, um. But uh, he he TiVo's SNL because he used to be on that show, so he thinks he's still an honorary cast member. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, Trump was asked by a reporter if he thinks his language, you know, what he thought about this, and if his language that he's been using about the press being the enemy of the people, and you know, just in general nastiness towards uh, people that disagree with him. Um, this is what he said. This is all he said about the white nationalist and his responsibility in the matter. 
I think it's a shame. Yeah, I think it's a very sad thing when a thing like that happens. And I've expressed that, but I'm actually getting a a very complete briefing in about two hours. Do you think that you bear any responsibility for moderating your language when it comes to that? No, I don't. I think my language is very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Notice he's a very nice. uh, Very nice. Come up with it. Just kind of. I have nice language. He didn't know what else to say. I have the best language, the best words. I hire the best people. They're all criminals. Um, He is so nice. He said... Actually, he said his language is nice, but he didn't say he was nice. But let's let's, let's clarify what he said about the white nationalist terrorist that was caught. Let's, let's, let's hear that again a little bit. Have thoughts on this man? I think it's a shame. Yeah. A shame. I think it's a very sad oh. thing I mean, when a thing like that happens. And I've ex- Okay, what thing like that happened? He got yeah. caught before he killed anybody. I think it's a shame. It's a shame that he lost a vote. That's what I truly believe in my heart. That he is not going to say white nationalism unacceptable racism unacceptable targeting my uh, targeting people who disagree or report on you know or just saying that you know people who don't view me favorably in the press should or 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 politically you know should never be targets of violence but what did you say yeah, i think it's a really i think good it, point. i think you it's a shame say, i think it's I sad think it's a shame that people it, are okay with this uh, uh, it's he, a really good to point. me to me, I think he said it's a shame that the guy didn't kill people. And it's sad that he won't be able to vote for me. Yeah. I believe that. I can't disagree with that. His track because record very speaks good for itself. on both sides. Yes, I'm sorry. I had to mute because I was uh, having a, a, ha- a cough sneeze. Okay. <laughs> All right, the cough no, came first, I, I the think, sneeze came second. I think second. you really made a good point there, because he didn't denounce the guy. No. He did not denounce it's a shame. this person it's at sad. all. All he said was, I think it's a shame. It's a shame. It's sad. Joe, so. Bob, because I know I'm really yappy tonight. Hello, oh, no, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah I mean, that was, that was the first, every, I think a lot of people pointed out that that's, he says it's a shame as opposed to it's terrible that he could have said any, anything better than it's a shame, which is sort of, um, you can interpret it how you want to interpret it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really say anything. It doesn't no. say, any, it doesn't say anything. It's just empty words that don't, um, that aren't specific about anything. He just wishes that there would be some special elections to replace dead Democrats. Oh dear God! That's what he wishes, and that's what de- that's what all all Republicans wish. Um. So he didn't denounce. I, I'm still stunned at this, guys. He did not denounce this dude who said, "I am a white supremacist." And and if you go back to the original reporting, he also said, I am stronger and I'm less of a pussy than those guys who wore their tan pants in Charlottesville because your protests, they don't mean anything. They don't change hearts and minds. Yeah. He literally wanted to kill people. Mm-hmm. And, Everybody. 
Yeah. He he really he, wanted to kill people. He Go wanted ahead, he wanted to kill very fine people on both sides, though. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. But his yes. his thought process people. was that I feel like I'm gonna if I go out there and kill people and then use Russian techniques mm-hmm. to to you know divide people, I will win people over. Yeah. So anyway, I I, I just fuck we're Trump. Have to, by the way, gonna, yeah. and also Trump has a tiny penis <laughs> and a, a little <laughs> antenna. Uh, well, it's, it's only six G's long. Uh, that, <laughs> that's metric. I don't know what that means, but uh, well, it's certainly not imperial. I'll tell you that. It's, it's, it's gigameters. Uh, <laughs> it's not even millimeters. It's gigameters. Oh my god! Nanometers. I think you're still a tiny yes. penis. Nanometer. Uh, anyway, we're gonna go to the break. Penis. Oh, God damn it, Rain. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house. God damn it. All right. Uh, let's go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio and KennyPick.com. That banana oil. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Surprise, motherfucker. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. And uh, pardon me while I open my browser. I forgot to download a little bit of audio. Um, and, uh, of course, joining me on the program, as always, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, or should I say dog city? <laughs> yes. Dog city. Yes. And, and well, <clears throat> I just got introduced to the concept of Peroni meters. Peroni meters. Oh, I know what that is. That's when they mark you on a curve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the curve theory. Uh, yes, yeah. they mark you on a curve. Yes. <laughs> uh, We're grading on a curve today. Give you a curve job. 
Uh, so, and uh, also, uh, Bobber from Four Freedoms blog uh, in Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back. Hello, Bob. Can't get enough of playing that goofy clip. Welcome back, sir. Bobber? The Braumeister, where is he? Oh, sorry, 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 it's on mute. Oh, did Earl eat your mute button? <laughs> no, I got the door closed. They're not, they're not oh, coming okay. in here. Damn it. <laughs> and, uh, of course, and last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Bubble Bureau. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Uh, neighbor of white nationalists. Uh, yeah, yay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. So, so we're going to get into a little bit more of uh, what Fat Donnie uh, had some other brief comments today. On, Wait, he's fat. Uh, oh, oh, so yeah. the the most. Um, oh, you ever see him in okay. tan? You ever see him in tan? <laughs> beige. <laughs> beige. Beige. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him in beige. We all have. That is. Doesn't he look when you when you when you all saw him? Oh God! Down there, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Down there? Oh, you mean down there? No, okay. Oh. God damn it! <laughs> down there? Don't say penis no. in this house. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said penis. Is I just, beige I knew there? you were gonna say it. <laughs> does he spray? T- does he just spray tan that? Spray tan. And his legs are all veiny and and his and his legs are all veiny and white. (laughs) Spray tan for my pee pee. (laughs) Yes, but he has to he has to tape the tip so it doesn't get over. Oh God! Tip top. Tippy top. Tape the tip. Tape the tip. Oh, tip don't get top the, don't get shape. the orange on the tip. We call it sometimes tippy top. Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Let's just get to what we were gonna get at. Forget my point. My tippy top <laughs> Your point. Tip top your point. <laughs> <laughs> it took a uh, Rain, you took a crooked path to get the tip. That wasn't my intention. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess you could say it's pepperoni disease. My point is, my point is, my point is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweating to the oldies, that's Carl Rowe. My point is, my point is, my point is. And to top it off. <laughs> oh wait wait here let me try this let me try this my point is my point is my point is tip top yeah <laughs> and the cherry on top uh so anyway cherry. snap push and pop oh oh <laughs> uh now i'm gonna have to play tana tana gertz now huh? snap push and pop tip top all right Fat Donnie had a Fat Donnie had a few things to say. Um, Business and um, (laughs) Bob Kraft. Here we go. This is not. This is not the the. You know. This is not your typical uh, uh, segment. 
and I, I apologize because I, I, I actually in our production chat I, I made a joke about this before knowing the full facts because uh, well, Rain I didn't know it at the time either. Yeah, Rain sent this story about uh, Bob Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and and he had gotten um, in some legal hot water over uh, basically uh, see, seeing some prostitutes uh, having sex with you know paying for sex in, in Florida. And well, the story the story goes, and I just <coughs> kind of I'd like to you know just give the backstory sure. or the story. Um, TMZ and CBS and a number of other publications came out and said that Bob Kraft <clears throat> has been named in a prostitution sting. Yeah. And so just that on its face, you know. No pun intended. Well, oh, man. Oh, really? Mustache rides? <laughs> um. Then on its face, I mean, it's like, okay, so... You know, he paid to have sex with sex workers. But that was right? just the tip. That was just the tip of the iceberg. So, stop okay. it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> but the way that the way that the story came out was that it was you know he paid to have sex with prostitutes. Yeah. So I which, made the joke. Are you ready for some hookers? So yes, um, yes, you did. Which is which is fine and it's fair. And it would but, have been fine if it hadn't gotten so much darker. Well, the dark part of it is that um, the women he had sex with were in um, sexual servitude. It was they were it was human trafficking for sex. Yes, they, it was se- human trafficking. These sex were not slaves. women who. These were not women who were willful sex yeah. workers in Florida. Right in Florida yeah. in Mar-a-Lago's back fucking yard. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, but you got to yes, worry yes. about all that human trafficking on the on the Mexican border, but not in Mar-a-Lago's backyard. Well, how about the human trafficking at the Secretary of Labor's office? Oh, we'll, well get to that. We'll get to that too because we have audio clips mm-hmm. for both of these. Yeah, there is that. But the bottom line is that the media is trying to report this, and I don't want to say all the media, but a lot of the media is saying, "Oh, Bob Kraft got caught with hookers." No, Bob Kraft did not get caught with hookers. He got caught having sex with women who were in sexual servitude, which means that these women did not have a choice. By the way, I I uploaded a picture of the uh, suspected hooker. Oh, now, Bobber. I might. I, I, <laughs> Bob. I have to buzz you for that. Oh. Um, I that's the football Boy. squeezing guy, right? That's the Deflategate guy, Boy. right? I, yeah, I, he looks like he could looks like he could squeeze a mean football. I'll tell you, he looks like the singer from Warrant. Oh my! <laughs> oh that's no! You should buzz yourself. What? Me? Yes. He does. It looks like know. it looks like he looks like um, uh, Janie Lane or Brett Michaels. <laughs> okay, I don't. Just, I don't know. It's just a dude with a scruffy beard and long blonde hair. The, uh, I grew the, up the, listening what? to music made by those guys. Okay, Bob. Yeah, I just saw the picture. You need to put yourself in a timeout. <laughs> uh. 
Penalty box for Bob. <laughs> Tip top. Penalty box. <laughs> Penalty box. Anyway, you continue, continue, because I, I have Trump's reaction to all this. Rain? Did Earl eat your mute button? I'm here. No, he didn't eat me. <laughs> <laughs> Just the mute button, not you. Hate the mute button. The one point I want to make is that Bob Kraft is a millionaire. And as such, he could have he could have hired an escort. He could have he could have gone to a willing sexual, you know, a sex worker. Yeah. He could have gone. To he Slovenia. could have gone to Nevada where it's legal. He could have gone, gone anywhere. Yeah. Instead, he decided to go to a place where there were women who are sex workers, not by choice. Well, uh, I mean, but prostitution is not legal in, in most states. So, you know. No, it's it, not. And personally, I've said this before. And I'll say it again tonight. I don't care. If you are a woman who chooses to work yeah. in the sex industry, I'm fine with that. It should be legal I mean, and regulated had- so we don't have human fucking trafficking. Yes, yes. I mean, we've had um, um, uh, Clarissa here on the show, right? Yeah, she she does. Bob Craft. Yeah. Bob Craft is a billionaire. Mm-hmm. There is no reason in the world why I can conceive why he would go to a place that had women who didn't have a choice yeah. about having sex with men. This is really bad. It, it's horrible. But I, I, I got to play you the, the, the quick clip from Trump because this is going to spark a lot of conversation about this. It's only 11 seconds long. But what he says here, if you think it was it was vague and offensive what he said about the um, the white nationalist terrorist who's plot to to murder his uh, Trump's uh, perceived enemies. Uh, you know, if you thought that that was vague and ambiguous and offensive, what do you hear this? This this fucking blew my mind. What about the charges against Bob Kraft? He's a, he's a friend of yours. Well, it's very sad. Uh, I was very surprised to see it. Uh, he's proclaimed his innocence totally, and uh, but I'm very surprised to see it. I'm surprised. I'm sad. He's proclaimed his innocence totally. Well, Jussie Smollett proclaimed his innocence, but that didn't keep you from fucking tweeting. Yep. Against him. The Central Park Five were found innocent. Yep. And falsely accused, and you still wanted them killed. Well, again, they're they have brown skin and they're not billionaires. I was surprised. Certain- you were surprised he got caught? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because yeah, all of your he had, he is surprised that Trump was surprised he had to pay $130,000 and this guy's only paying what 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd you get off so cheap? <laughs> I, I saw I actually <laughs> I saw I saw a tweet that was kind of funny early. I'll I'll paraphrase. They said Jussie Smollett should cut him a check for thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> Bob Kraft, because apparently thirty five hundred dollars is what he paid the guys to help him stage the attack. They should, but you know, he should pay him because this 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 is going to suck the oxygen out of the room for stories on Jussie Smollett at least. Um, well, from from what I read, 
I read on the TMZ from what I read. What I read on the TMZ report is that it was $59 for a half hour and $79 for an hour. Whoa. Well, he didn't pay for no hour. And he probably got the five-minute discount. <laughs> God damn it. I just find that so messed <clears throat> up. He's a fucking billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and seventy-seven uh, years old too. By the way, welcome, Destroyer Kurt, cousin Curtis, and Susan to the chat. And Rocky Mountain Mike was here briefly as well. Um, Hi, Rocky and Susan. And, and, Su- and Susan's cousin. right. She she says Bob Kraft enjoys hurting women. Um, you know this is uh, there is no way in Do you hell think that Bob Kraft took a knee. There's no. Think about that. Uh, I thought about it. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, I was waiting for that buzzer. Uh, <laughs> but no, there is no way in hell Bob Kraft did not know what was going on with this this operation. I think, oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I guarantee you, Bob Kraft, this is his fucking fetish. This is his kink. And I will kink shame right now that when you get off on sex slaves... That's fucked and, beyond recognition. And you know he knew it. You know he knew that. There's no way a billionaire goes in there not knowing what that operation is. No fucking way. He wanted to rape women. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what a really he sad did. part about this. I mean, it, again, if he wanted to have sex with women who were willing to be prostitutes or sex workers, he could have. He could have had. Uh, Bob and I talked about this. What was what was it? Um, what was the word that you used, Bob? Um, I, I, escorts. That's what escorts. I said. Yeah. He could have. He could have hired escorts. He didn't. He went to a place. Where women were in sexual servitude. Yeah. That is sex trafficking. That is sex slavery. Yeah. That is human trafficking, sex slavery. It is rape. Yeah, it's it's bad. To me it's really bad. You're paying um, paying men to patriots, but paying men to rape women. Yeah, it's it's awful. Paying men, pro- men profiting off of the rape of women. This is and the so only fucked thing that up Trump and disturbing. Could say was, this is really sad. Yeah. Again, here's his 11 second statement. Once again, take what you will from it. What about the charges against Bob Kraft? He's a, he's a friend of yours. Well, it's very sad. Uh, I was very surprised to see it. Uh, he's proclaimed his innocence totally, and uh, but I'm very surprised to see it. I'm sad. I'm surprised he proclaimed his innocence. He is siding with the victimizer once again, going aside, siding with the victimizer, the man, uh, uh, you know, in 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 basically saying these women are dirt and they're nothing. Yeah, that's what well, he's saying. He's he's friends with Jeffrey Epstein, so. Yeah, and that's uh well let's let's get to that because there's another story. <laughs> Joe, do you want to lead with this one with the um uh the Epstein um uh, who is it the Secretary of Labor? Yeah, Acosta. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh Alexander Acosta. 
I don't believe was, any relation to Jim. It was a no. We've established that <laughs> Jim Acosta made sure. No, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sure he did. Yeah, I bet he did. He did. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, uh, he was uh, the uh, the uh, U.S. attorney at the time who gave Miss uh, 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 Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein Jeffrey Epstein a, a sweetheart deal. He actually only pleaded to um, some minor sexual assault or something. He was trafficking in fourteen-year-olds. Mm-hmm. He was raping children. Yeah, and I failed to see the full full time the full page ad that Trump took out in the four pages of of all the New York papers of all the four New York papers uh, about his secretary of labor needing the death penalty for well, raping it, children. Here's a question: I didn't is, see that. Is Jeffrey Epstein is his skin brown? No, it's white as snow. Is he is he poor? He's a billionaire. Oh well there's the reasons why Trump didn't win oh, the ads. Oh yeah. Plus Trump went to many of his parties. And yeah. was rumored to have raped a thirteen year old girl. That, that is true. Mysteriously never never appeared. Oh and uh, that, during the, wait a second, hold on. That thirteen year old girl is now a grown woman. Who did try to bring files? I was intimidated and threatened. Yes. She was intimidated and into silence. She was threatened into silence. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was at a party where uh, Epstein supplied her as a thirteen-year-old girl, um, a Too child? I, I can, as a woman, as a woman, can I just say, thirteen and fourteen-year-old girls aren't much different. They're still girls. Yeah. And I I say that for a reason, because a lot of people on the media and stuff talk about the 13-year-old girl, but they don't talk about the 14 and 15 and Mm 16-year-old women. Yeah. Well, they were children. In some some states, you know, the uh, age of consent is 14. Yeah. And I'm not not, not using it as an excuse. I'm just pointing that out. That I think there's a certain mindset that says, oh, once they once they hit a certain age, then they they know what they're doing when it comes to sex. Roy Moore. Yeah, I know that, Bob. I do know that, but I, that's why I brought this up because well, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, they're still children. Yeah, I do want to get to this the 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 Trump's response to this uh, too. But so basically, in a nutshell is Trump's Secretary of Labor, Alexander uh-huh. Acosta, violated the law in the Jeffrey Epstein case by cutting a deal with him when it was completely illegal to cut a deal with him in this in, in the pedophilia case. And failed to inform the victims mm-hmm. which is yes. necessary under the law they have the right to know if they made a plea deal okay so, so yeah that so that's where yeah so that's where, where he, yeah, yeah that's what that's Joe where, just said is really important it, yeah i wasn't sure the the full legalese of it so i appreciate that joe that's that's good so but this is trump's 16 second response to this 
Do you have any concerns about the Labor Secretary's handling of the Jeffrey Epstein case? I really don't know too much about it. I know he's done a great job as Labor Secretary, and um, that seems like a long time ago, but I know he's, he's been a fantastic Labor Secretary. Uh, That's all I can really tell you about what, it. That's all I know about, what about it. The- Bullshit. Seems like a long time ago. Bullshit. Bullshit. I hate this man with every ounce of my fucking being. Every every atom in my body has a tattoo. Every every atom in my body has a tattoo on it that says, I hate Trump to the core of my existence. You know how you get your name written on a piece of rice? <laughs> Think of that I, on an atomic level with a much longer sentence. I know we have to go to a break, but I really want to say something very quick. That's fine. This Jeffrey Epstein this Epstein story is really important. And I think that one of the reasons why for whatever reason it hasn't come to the surface is because Epstein had a lot of friends on every side of the aisle. Yeah. Every side of the aisle. A lot of customers. I'm concerned about Bill Clinton's... I'll be honest. I'm concerned about Bill Clinton's relationship with him. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. And and I actually... I, I talked to Bob about this this afternoon. Bill Clinton is known to have been on Epstein's planes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I personally do not believe that Bill Clinton engaged in underage sex, but there I is hope so, not. so. I hope not too. But there is such a, just the the fact that Epstein went to jail for what he went to jail for says to me that this story needs to come up to the top, and it needs to be looked at. And if Bill Clinton had underage sex. Well, good. Let's throw him out in the trash, too. Yeah. This is really dirty stuff. When you look at it from Epstein to to Trump to Alan Dershowitz. Oh, the the Dersh. Yeah, the fact that we had this ruling. The the fact that we had this ruling about uh, uh, him today. And the fact that Acosta is still ahead of the labor department. Yeah. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It is. It is. And shit. Anyway, well, we're just going to have a little grab bag of conversation when we come back. Because I didn't do any Mad Libs tonight. My, my apologies to anybody if I let you down. But uh, th- this has just been one of those days where we need all three hours to talk about this shit because there's other stuff. I I want to I want to talk a little bit about, uh, about Roger Stone and Paul Manafort when we come back because that's probably some of the funniest shit we have tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know this show's um, been so fun tonight. I well it, it it has been here and there, but I will say I have not played a lot of wacky audio clips except for the top of this segment when we uh, we were. Tip. Yeah, you know all the, mm-hmm. the tip tops everywhere, and you know. did you hear Bruiser? I did hear Bruiser. I was going to ask if there was a kitty. That I was, was like, did I hear a kitty? It was Brew Brew. I heard it was Bruiser. Oh, Bruiser! I love you, boy. Um, so girl. I want to. Oh, Bruiser! Oh, I'm sorry, Bruiser's a girl. I love you, girl. It's okay. We're 
We're we're so, gender fluid here. You know, I started calling. Uh, I gave. I have a new name for Jeliza Rose this morning because she's our little cat. She's so she's so stumpy and small. I call her. I was calling her uh, shrimp this morning, and then Aww. I was like, "Oh, you're my little shrimp. You're my jumbo shrimp." So now I call her jumbo <laughs> shrimp, and she loves it. She loves the name, and I pet her. I pet her real hard, and I say, "You're my little jumbo shrimp," and she's like, "Ring, ring." she digs it she digs it so anyway don't think that we only care about the dogs we do love our little brew 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 and a bruiser uh bruiser and the braumeister so yes (laughs) Yes. hello hello (laughs) bruiser All right, let's go to the break. Um, oh, let's let's make it a Rouse occasion. Yeah, play a, play a Rouse Yay. tune. How about home cooking? We home cooking. So, <laughs> we haven't heard home cooking in a while, folks. Sung by Peter Brady. Uh, no, uh, but no, we're gonna play home cooking. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful.
I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And you know what? I'm going to say it preemptive strike here. Thank you, Columbus, Ohio, because I'm really stoked about this. My birthday this year, the weekend of June 14th, the 15th, and the 16th, going to Columbus, Ohio for the Mego Meet, the 15th annual Mego Meet, my first one. And I'm going to meet my my wonderful friend, uh, Keith. And his partner, um, and we're going to, uh, Susan and I are going to go to the Mego meet. And if you don't know, I guess I collect dolls, <laughs> collect action figures, Mego action figures from the seventies. And, um, this is, uh, you know, and last year Mego returned and came out with some really cool, like, you know, the Bella Lugosi Dracula and the new Star Trek figures and stuff. And um, they're releasing more monsters in a Bruce Lee figure I'm very excited about that I pre-ordered. Uh, Elvis as well, Marilyn Monroe, all that stuff. But Mego Mate, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, to that um, and uh, buy some stuff and meet 
fellow like-minded individuals and um, maybe participate in the custom auction because people make custom Migos, including myself, and they have an auction that benefits charity uh, every year and they auction off uh, custom Migos. So um, I don't know. I don't know. It's my birthday weekend, so the sky could be the limit on, on spending money. Like spending money. <laughs> So anyway, this is like, you know, Bobber going to, you know, uh, uh, a beer. Um, like homebrew con. A homebrew con. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about it being my first year uh, in what whatnot. But anyway, uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. And it's only four months away, less than four months away. I'm so excited about it. And spring is right around the corner. And God damn it, I want to go play in my garage. Um. But yeah, so welcome back, uh, Rain Joe and Bobber, and uh, let, let's get into uh, um, some other stuff here. I want to play this audio clip I have, because um, I want to follow up on the Roger Stone story. I've got a, a good clip from Anderson Cooper uh, that I'd like to play. It's all fun and games <laughs> until you threaten a judge. <laughs> uh, I just thought this was a great clip. It's like two and a half minutes long, but let's listen to this. It's all fun and games until someone threatens a federal judge and almost yeah. gets sent to jail for it. Good evening. Yeah. That is precisely where Roger Stone, the president's oldest political advisor, finds himself tonight. Precisely what he brought on himself. And he's not the only member of the president's circle who's learning right now that playtime is over and things are getting real. Stone is, by his own account, a dirty trickster. He traffics, he once said, in the political dark arts. And despite some truly ugly and offensive things he's said and done over the years, Stone has always tried to make it all seem, if not like good, clean fun, then at least good, dirty fun. Well, today, a judge signaled as clearly as she could without actually imprisoning him that, yes, playtime is over. No more Nixonian gestures on the courthouse steps the way it was at his first court appearance. Look at the contrast between then and now. No more talking about being the victim of a deep state conspiracy, as he's been doing lately, and which the judge today took exception to. No more statements like this. The only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. I am falsely accused of making false statements during my testimony to the House Intelligence Committee. That is incorrect. At the crack of dawn, 29 FBI agents arrived at my home with 17 vehicles with their lights flashing uh, when they could simply have contacted my attorneys and I would have been more than willing to surrender voluntarily. Uh, They terrorized my wife, my dogs. Uh, I will plead not guilty to these charges. Well, for the record, that is seven criminal charges of obstruction, lying, and witness tampering in connection with the 2016 campaign. So in point of fact, playtime was already over for Roger Stone before Judge Amy Berman Jackson imposed a total gag order on him. Now, presumably, he really believes it. Just as playtime is over for the president's one-time campaign chairman, Paul Manafort. Today, we learned he'll be sentenced next month in two cases. He's already in jail and declining health, could end up serving more than 25 years in prison. Playtime is over for him. No fun and games either for Michael Cohen. He'll be going before three committees next week with some of his testimony on camera. And on top of all of that, Robert Mueller's report may land at literally at any minute. Now, whatever you think of all of this, things are getting very serious very quickly. As we said, playtime is over. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, things are uh, getting pretty freaky for all three of those guys for for Roger Stone, for Michael Cohen, and Paulie Walnuts, Paul Manafort, who's going to be probably singing like Pavarotti here uh, any minute now. Really? <laughs> yep. So uh, where where do we want to pick up on this, uh, uh, can, Joe? You want to talk about? Uh, 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 oh, all right. Uh, Rain, what, where, where do you want to pick I, up? I have something to say. I got something to say. <laughs> last week. Was it last week or was it earlier this week? I can't tell. Um, uh, Whitaker, the acting attorney mm-hmm. general, went and, you know, he gave testimony in front of the House. And he said, he, he said that, um, um, he said that, yeah, we knew that Roger Stone was going to be arrested. And the reason why I bring this up is because Roger Stone created this whole fucking, you know, conspiracy theory that, oh, how did CNN know that we were going to be there? Because they said that. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh uh, well, I mean the easy answer is they did good reporting because you know <laughs> that is that that is the easy answer. But Whitaker said that he told Trump, with uh, they're going after Roger Stone. Mm-hmm. If you go back to this, if you go back to his testimony, he said yes, we knew we knew that Roger Stone was going to be arrested. So and if it, if it was leaked. If it was huh? leaked, if it was leaked to CNN by anybody, it was leaked by somebody in the Trump administration as that's a frame. That's what I'm job. getting at. Yep. Yeah. I swear to so. God, that's what I'm getting at. And the fact that when when Roger Stone was arrested, he was wearing a T-shirt that said "Roger Stone is innocent," tells me it was all an inside job. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Uh, you know, not even a good inside job. A stupid inside I, job. And what, what kind of irritates me is that nobody in the media has picked up on that. When when Whitaker said, yes, we knew that they were going to get Roger Stone, nobody nobody picked up on that. Um, uh, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, um, but, uh, but Polly Walnuts, though. This this oh, story is huge. Paulie, Paulie Walnuts. He's smart, right, Joe? Yeah, <laughs> I'm smart. You got some. I can handle things. I'm smart. Nope. Not like everybody nope. says. Like dumb. Nope. I'm smart, and I want respect. Fuck! 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 Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck! Joe, I know. <laughs> uh, I know Polly Walnuts is a special uh, one for you. Well, uh, we, we went to high school together. Me don't and Paul. Brag about that. <laughs> no, the real Polly Walnuts, not that one. Oh. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, I went to school with a Polly Walnuts. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, Roger Stone. Uh, um, I didn't see his his Nixon gesture uh, yesterday. 
Oh no! Well, total gag order now, so he can't. Uh-huh. No, no more of that shit. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Um, he groveled at his hearing. Mm-hmm. Because there's one thing that he doesn't want to see is his top hat in prison. <laughs> oh God! Or his Edith head goggles. Or his Edith Edith head. But, because let, let me tell you. They're not going to go over well in the laundry room of the prison. No, no. But but the thing is, the the Paul the Paul Manafort stuff though. This mm-hmm. shit this shit is huge. You know, I, you know uh, the the uh, Roger Stone thing. That that's one thing because it's still early. But he fucked himself really quick by getting a gag order. Now, Polly Walnuts. Is you know his whole legal strategy is fucked. Um, you know it's looking like he's definitely going to die in prison unless and and the the Southern District of uh, New York, the the prosecutor's office there. I'm not sure if I said that right, but um, SDNY. Yeah, SDNY is 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 going to press lo- state charges, local charges against him that cannot be pardoned by trump so to reduce his sentence he has one choice and one choice only now since he cannot get pardon uh from anything other than federal charges and that is he needs to start singing like a jaybird um yeah i don't think I don't he will know though he's gonna yeah i don't think he will because um he doesn't want he's, a polonium pie. He's, pre- <laughs> he's protecting. I don't know if it's so much him because what's what's the difference to him? Killed by pl- pl- polonium now or dying in prison in twenty thirty years? I mean, yeah, not not much difference. I think he's he's probably protecting somebody in his family or or his family. No, uh, he's from protecting polon- somebody bigger up. Well, or, or his family. I mean, it, it could be his own, that he, he fears that if he goes to prison, that they'll take retribution out on his on his wife or his yeah. children or grandchildren. I, I I don't know, but but he's protecting he's protecting someone. Do you think he's that noble? Yeah, that do you think he's that noble that that self preservation won't kick in? Well, yeah, I have to I have to agree with Joe. I think that you know, there's probably people telling him if you talk, you know, your wife is dead, your your kids are dead. It could be, it could be. I know his daughter is. That would be my first thought. His daughter is estranged, but you know, she he might still have feelings uh, for her. You know, at least one of his daughters changed her last name yeah 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 so. but, i mean there's his wife and he has his uh, other other children i mean um it could be constantine kalimnik who knows uh <laughs> you know who who's protecting uh could be donald trump i guess uh so so i i mean he's protecting someone mm-hmm. to the point where his death in prison is worth it yeah, that's the big thing. That's a lot. To say I'd rather die in prison than expose X, Y, and Z, you're protecting something really near and dear to you. 
to do that. Could be. Could I mean, be. How many people would how many people would you sacrifice your life for? And think well, you know, well, no, but that's the thing. I don't think these folks are, uh, you know, um, I don't think they have a lot of principles uh, because oh. they would never have gotten involved in the nasty shit they got involved with if they really cared about anybody other than themselves. Yeah, but you know what? If you compare what you just said, Ken. Mm-hmm. about these people not having a lot of principles to what Joe and Bob just said. They don't have principles. They would rather die in jail. Well, That's yeah, I, I, I guess, up. yeah. Yeah, that, that that's a point. Uh, so I mean, if if you go back, if you go back to uh, to Roger Stone's comment, could you, you know, could you pull a a, a Frankie Pentangelo, Pentangeli, uh, you know, the reference to the Godfather? Well, that's what he did. He, you know. Uh, he, he did when uh, Robert Duvall went in to see him in prison. He says, "Okay, you, you know, you you ratted on on the Godfather. Uh, you you sort of repented by changing your testimony, but but now you have a choice. If you want us to spare your family, you have to kill yourself." Mm-hmm. And 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 basically, that's 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 the coda that these people live by. You know. Um, and I wouldn't put it past Paul Manafort that he knew he was in dirty business and now he has a choice. He kills himself in, in essence by going to prison for life or, you know, and the family will get, get along. Okay. They'll live. In other I, words. I, I don't know. Uh, you, you could be onto something. But uh, the things that I've heard is that the Russian mafia makes the Italian mafia look like, you know, old Boy Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Quite oh, yeah. honestly, the yes. Russian mafia is terrifying. Yeah, he's we, we forget that Paul Manafort's been in been in a really slimy business for a really long time and deep, deep in it. Mm-hmm. And he's made a lot of enemies and not on this side of the pond. Yes. As we would say. Yes. But who have a reach beyond the pond. <laughs> you know. And uh I wouldn't be surprised to find him dead in a prison cell someday. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> But I would like for us to get as much information from him as we can. Yes, squeeze as much out of him. Yes. Before they <laughs> squeeze the life out of him. Yes. Yes. So, uh, anyway, all right. Well, we are right at the top of the hour. But you know what? Things are not looking good for Polly Walnuts. I predict he's going to start singing. I think he's going to flip on Trump. Um... Uh, but I could be wrong, you know. Joe, Bob, you guys, Rain, you guys might be right. But I, I, I think Polly Walnuts is going to flip. Let's see what happens next week. And the Mueller report is—I I heard—is not going to drop next week now. Oh, did CNN get that wrong? 
Um, Gee, oh, they don't do that, do they? <laughs> well, no, I thought it was another source that I saw that from, but they, a lot of people were Well, were CNN saying, broke it. Oh, okay. And everybody so, else they, jumped they on the bandwagon, except, they, I have to say, except the New York Times. The New there York you Times. <clears throat> the failing New York Times. They, they did not pick up on that. They were the only news organization that uh, demurred, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, good news, everybody. I think by by this time next week, if he's out on bail, we could probably uh, book Jussie Smollett on the show. I don't think he has much going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, if, if you give him uh, some Tootsie Rolls, he'll come on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought I was getting all the Tootsie Rolls. Hi, little Jeff. Little Jeff, well, hi there, Charlotte. How are you doing tonight? I I'm hope you're doing good. Doing great. How How are you doing? Well, you know what? I, I don't know. I've been. I got this little cough in my little cough in my throat. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna you, make it. You should. I tell you what, little Jeff. Little Jeff, I have a suggestion. Uh, okay. You should probably take some CBD oil. What's what's CBD oil? Does that stand oh, for? Oh yeah! Wow. That, it's, uh, it's chocolate banana oil. Chocolate no, banana no, Doritos. No, no, little chocolate banana Dorito oil. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, I, I like chocolate bananas and Doritos. That's good. And if that doesn't work, try gargling with uh, with Drano. Uh, You're oh. not helping. Drano, you Don't. say? Does that work? Yeah, Drano. Yeah, okay. you just swallow some of that stuff and just like go. Well, you know what? I don't believe you one second, you show and show, because you know what? I drank some of that. I drank some of that blue Kool-Aid you told me about, and I was sick as hell. I mean, heck, uh, I'm sorry. You probably didn't. Hold on, I gotta pray to Jesus because I just Jeff, swore. Jeff, I feel bad. Jeff, dear, Jeff, dear Jeff, baby Jeff. Jesus, I'm so sorry. I said the H E double hockey sticks word. Can you please forgive my soul? It's Thank fine. You, you can say you. hell. You can say shit. You can say fuck. I'll see you in heaven, Jesus. All right, I'm no. done praying. Yeah. What were you yeah. saying again, darling? CBD, just chocolate banana Dorito oil. I like it. Jeff, you see, this is the problem with conservatives. Okay. Y'all don't stop and listen. Well, I just like to hear things that make me feel good. Here we go, Jeff. I like to live in my own little bubble. I actually do live in a bubble, but it's a real small one. It's a little plastic bubble I live in. Okay, okay. It's a hamster ball. If you try that Drano, you're going to be spitting up some bubbles. Uh, yeah, you know what, you so and so, you can just go and get your mute button eaten by one of your dogs. <laughs> That's what I said. Jeff, All right, Jeff, get the fuck house? out of here. Get the fuck out of here, Jeff. You're done. Oh, whatever, you dirty hippie. I hate your guts, you dumb piece of crap. All right, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, uh, good. We to, we I'm to, sorry that I can't help but talk to Jeff like he's a real person. I can't either. <laughs> I, I have a hard time believing he's not. 
<laughs> Little Jeff I is. I feel like he lives in your house. He does. He does. And he hates Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have just. You've tried some... to kill him like seven times now. <laughs> you should have heard what he sounded like after he stuck his tongue to the railroad tracks. Oh yeah, he was like. <laughs> That's what he sounded like. He, At he, least I didn't tell him to stick his tongue to the third rail on a subway. His jaw was broken. Uh, but anyway. Can, can you tell little Jeff about CBD oil? <laughs> Chocolate banana Dorito oil. Really, really, really like to see little stoned Jeffy. <laughs> Yeah, we can get Jeffy stoned. <laughs> I'll just I'll just blow some smoke into his hamster bowl. <laughs> or his bubble, uh, as he calls it. Alright, let's wrap things up. Let's wrap things up. Uh let's go alphabetical uh reverse alphabetical rain. Uh what do you got on the way up? I got nothing. I really don't. I had a fun time tonight. I did too. I was a little enraged here and there, but you know, I, I know you were. It's gonna happen. So, uh, all right. So reverse alphabetical. Joe, what do you got? Oh, my cough is. I, I, I was very enraged before. <laughs> I really, I really lost my shit there for a minute. But uh, you know, I mean, uh, nothing it much happens. going on the way out uh, this this Sunday though. Uh, Tim Coromel show. We will be giving out the f- first annual uh, uh, Chuckles the Clown Award. Oh, from nice. the Clown Car Academy of Farts and Nonsense. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yes, wow. yes. So we're going to be giving out some categories. So, oh, uh, I got to get on the ball for the Tutney Awards. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. we're giving out the first annual. Uh, um, Chuckles the Clown. Uh, Chuckles, I, Chuckles I, the Clown. I like after that. the named after the famous Chuckles episode on Mary Tyler Moore. And if you haven't oh, seen that nice. episode, oh, it's a great. I love ep- that episode. It's you will it's classic. Do not watch that episode after open heart surgery. Oh man! <laughs> because you might... will bust your stitches open. In oh. fact, I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, go on YouTube. You have to see that. Oh, it is so, so fun. <laughs> the one line. <laughs> Chuckles the clown was dressed as a peanut, and he got stomped by a by an elephant. I yeah, used Bob, to have to I that. I used to have that uh, audio, but I don't now. I had it for a show we did a while ago, but yeah. So yeah, um, Adam's right. His little his. <laughs> His theme song was a little song, a little dance, a little seltzer down your pants. Yeah, yeah. The one joke was was he was dressed as a peanut when he got stomped to death. And they said, well, you know all about peanuts. You can't just have one. <laughs> but, That's uh, true. It, it is, it is a... It is a uh, it is a funny episode. If you haven't seen The Chuckles of the Clown on Mary Tyler Moore... Go look that one up. Well, uh, the only the dust. That's right. The, yeah. the only the, the only uh, Mary Tyler Moore clip uh, show uh, clip I have from the show is. Will you shut up, Ted. Yeah, we use that for Ted Cruz a lot. Uh, so, 
But well, I, I, somewhere Can I do I have the chuckles. Can I just jump in and say that Mary Tyler Moore was genius, and that show everybody should watch? What a what an amazing cast of characters on that show. It was. I mean, seriously, you know, uh, you know, Ted Knight, Ed Asner, just everybody. The guy who played Murray. Mary um, Tyler Moore. Mary Mur- Tyler Moore. Mur- Murray Ed. Tyler Moore. Did you say Murray Tyler Moore? <laughs> no, I said Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> Murray. I mean, it was such a... It, it, seriously, guys. It was, it was really but like a woman empowerment show. Bob, it was. If you it watch was. that episode on YouTube, right, when you get to the funeral scene... <laughs> You oh, better not be drinking coffee. So or anything. hysterical. Beer. It's so <laughs> Do not. Do no, not. Nothing. No liquids when, allowed. No, not if you, when you go to the wake scene. <laughs> Do not be drinking anything. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, uh, let me see. So, um, Bobber, you get a parting shot then. Well, I I know you you guys were really pissed off a lot during the show, but I'm actually taking this. All this stuff that's happening is uh, a good sign, because <clears throat> it seems to me that, you know, b- between all the stuff that Mueller's uncovering, and then, um, you know, Kraft and and, and Epstein and, and all his buddies, and this is all just—it's like this volcano is erupting with all this corruption mm-hmm. and all this stuff that these rich white people have been getting away with. Um, they're not getting away with it anymore. They're they're yeah. all getting they're it's sort of like they're they're uh that's not comeuppance, but they're um reckoning. Their day yes. of reckoning seems seems to have arrived and I, I, I take that as a very I hope positive so. thing. I hope yes. so. I just hope that most of the country hasn't be- become desensitized to corruption and evil. You know. And that there's enough outrage in, in the general populace to actually have something happen. Um, that will cause Trump to uh, be primaried, lose, be impeached, whatever. Uh, so, but I like your optimism, Bobber. You know, that's a that's a hot commodity these days. <laughs> well, you, if you think about it, that, you know, with with the like all the investigations and us, you know, I say us Democrats taking over the the House and mm-hmm. making sure that this stuff doesn't get swept under the carpet. You know? Oh yeah, and that's another story too. Trump, uh, uh, Democrats are saying, you know, uh, uh, they're they're trying to pass. Uh, Democrats in Congress, I think, are trying to pass something to where if Trump doesn't release his taxes before uh, the twenty twenty election, that his name will be left off the ballot. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. That queued up. And also, that's so loud. Uh, so <laughs> uh, but yeah, and uh, other than that, um, we, no, thank you so much for the optimistic uh uh, view on the way out of the program. I, I just, it, it was just a matter of needing to vent for me on the way out, uh, uh, on the way into the program tonight. But on the way out, I want to remind everybody: please check out Mike Check Radio tomorrow night. We're gonna have our very our first uh, Game of Thrones recap uh, se- uh, seasons one through four. We're gonna recap tomorrow. 
I guess we're going to do an hour of politics and we're going to try and do one season every every segment of in oh, hours two and geez. three uh which uh i don't know who's that guy used, that used to do the micro machines commercials that talked really fast we, we need to get him on the show um <laughs> so uh but yeah we're gonna do our best our damnedest to, to to try and get through seasons one through four of game of thrones and our build up to predictions for season eight of game of thrones i'm pretty excited about that because that's right around the corner folks a lot of good stuff coming spring is around the corner game of thrones is around the corner captain marvel shazam uh avengers endgame oof so much goodness oh my goodness uh but yeah other than that uh we gotta wrap things up right now See everybody on Tuesday on Turn Up the Night. And check out Mike Check Radio tomorrow, 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Surprise, motherfucker. Fuck! Fuck, 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 fuck! Oh! I'm very much looking forward to the moment when that stops.